The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum. Coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope every wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, so. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Indeed. He's next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Taking it up exactly one notch. 86. Exactly one notch. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, almost 80. I mean, 86 isn't whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> what brand is next? He's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I'll take it up a notch. Oh, oh, wow. That's at least two notches. And as for myself, Hashtag my name's Lawrence Young. <laughs> my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about. Marvel's uh, latest addition to the MCU, Werewolf by Night. And we're going to be talking to you about Creepshow, issue number one. So we got that going on. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, the show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Um, and... We should go ahead and and tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. So without further ado, here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern, for your tireless work. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. So, uh, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, you can do that. Get with us. Uh, you can, if you're watching either you, through YouTube or through Twitch, feel free to jump into chat. Um, if you are, uh, listening live and you're like, Hey, I, I got something to say, jump on Fantastic Forum dot live, hit the call in button and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. So, we got all that going on for you. All right, gents, good to be back with y'all. Everybody feeling okay? Yeah. Meh. I look. I don't don't believe anybody. Every everybody has a major malfunction right now, and that's okay. Look, I'll, I'll include myself in that too. Like, yeah, man, it's weird right now. It's weird, but I'll be okay. I'm still in a cheap motel. So yeah, man. How 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 long have you been out that way now? I. Uh, Last Tuesday was my first day, and next Thursday is the last. 
But I go home on Mondays to do laundry. Mm. Oh, okay, so you're not that far. No, well, a couple hours. Like, oh, when I'm at the next enough? hotel, it's when I'm going to be, like, barely making it for the show by the time I drive there to the house to get into the studio. Mm. Sheesh, man. Well, look, we, we hope you get to be home soon. All this to say, you can buy merch. At fantastic <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the segue I was getting to. So Oz, so Get Oz, me out of a cheap motel. Yes, it can have at least have a nicer motel, and maybe mm-hmm. even... <laughs> I will there point out that I'm not like this isn't my motel. I'm like sharing this motel. Oh, with a, with really? Guy. Yeah, he works at night. I work in the day, so we like. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I'm like, man, this fool's over the corner. Like, I don't. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> He's, He's like, like type two. Type two. <laughs> type two. <laughs> exactly. There there it al- is. Also, thin walls. So, if you're listening on the other side of this wall, like and subscribe. Fantastic. <laughs> They are like, what is that guy talking about? Like, what is he talking about? Oh, jeez, man. Well, uh, with that said, gents, this this past uh, weekend was New York Comic Con. So I know that none of us went. We went. We went. In, we went in to spirit. In in spirit. Well, look, don't 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 say that too quickly, because. I know that the reports I've been reading is like New York Comic Con was a bit of a mess. Oh, was um, it? Not as bad as TwitchCon. Well, I mean, okay, Jay. Look, I don't know that we were talking about TwitchCon, but okay. <laughs> do, do we want do we want to dunk on TwitchCon first real quick? <laughs> we're still trying to make affiliate, man. I mean, no one broke their back at New York Comic Con. Some somebody died at New York Comic Con, Jay. But how was their back? <laughs> see, see, this is why we get no affiliates and have no sponsors because of this. This is but, this is like we're just yes. I just want y'all TwitchCon, to know. TwitchCon is like one step above OnlyFans Con. So <laughs> listen, I, I do know that if I'm not mistaken, I believe TwitchCon had it's a Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Megan the Stallion uh, twerking with Master Chief, if I'm not mistaken, at TwitchCon. And then the white boys were mad again? I don't think so. I Uh, think they felt that was appropriate. Maybe a different (laughs) different shade of green? Is that what it is? Well, no. I I guess so. Once you spent years teabagging people, it's like (laughs) shaking your ass is just like a half a teabag. She doesn't have the the teabags, so she, she was stirring the tea. Or so I don't know. There's a better oh, joke geez. in there somewhere. I, I'm. <laughs> you had it. Look, it, you just ended at the tea bag. I was like, that's perfect. That it was like I was like, let me push. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. just like my wife. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, a cosplayer, a cosplayer died. Um, he he basically like he was uh, a. I, a decently known cosplayer that had a, a heart. Why are you smiling? Logan? I don't know. 
because he Moses. He, he, went I don't, as a, he went as a villain and got in a fight. And... I'm like imagining how he could have died, and I don't know yet. And it's just like it, all the possibilities that are playing in my head under no, the weight of his elaborate Iron Buster or Hulk Buster. He just coffee. had he just he he had a heart attack, and and messed around and yeah, he, while he was on the escalator, he had a heart attack you know, on an escalator. Now you got to be real yeah, fast. Yeah. What? No, what do you like? I'm mm-hmm. sure that the guy had some yeah, sort of movie. medical condition or something. Like, yeah, it was like, not, it's not a health issue. I would argue fat is a medical condition. So, so uh, say that again, Larry. Like, what, what he, he was where he's at the Javits Center on one okay. of the escalators and had a seizure slash heart attack and, and died. And you know, supposedly. People- <laughs> Oh, you didn't. You didn't say seizure. I just heard how you didn't say, see. Okay, uh, you why, you can't you can't stop laughing. You're know. laughing. I'm, I'm not laughing. <laughs> I don't, Larry. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, dude, no, really. Like the poor guy. Like, and, and you know, he was like supposedly really happy to be back at the con, and you know, I mean, I, he died doing something he loved, but it just sucks because <laughs> apparently instead of helping him, people initially were just taking pictures. And I'm just like, dude, like this sucks. Like I read the story and I'm like, what in the world? Like, you know, and you know, there are cats that his friends and other people that, you know, are his his like cosplay colleagues that were devastated. But you know, but th- this is just like the kind of the beginning of the terrible things that are happening at New York Comic Con. Supposedly, or you know, like a, according to the well, no, I mean it's not. I won't. I won't say that. that's the worst thing that happened. They but Chris Pratt uh, panel too. Is that what you're talking? I I don't know if Chris Pratt was there or not. I, I would assume he probably was though. But no, I was gonna say like, well, another thing that happened was like you know people were very like they say the Javits Center like that area of New York has got gone real downhill. Like people were feeling oh, yeah. very unsafe. In that area, um, there was apparently a couple guys that sold—not sold, I'm sorry—that stole uh, security uniforms and were like looting booths, like stealing artwork from Artist Alley, like you know, and you know, like a lot of pickpocketing. There, look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are we? I don't understand. Like, why? Would... I just want to make you look bad because I, I don't know why I find these things funny. There was a, a it's fight because it's true. No, I don't think that works like that. There was a, a fight in the line to get signings from Peach Momoko. But that's average. And... That's, that happens sometimes every every other year or so. Does it? I mean, like, we had the Hall 8 stabbing. Then you had the like yeah, Twilight that was girls. like ten years ago. <laughs> then you had I the think... Twilight Girls versus the, the the anime girls. I think Peach I was actually like putting out posts telling people not to line up before a certain time because like they would open, show up, and there's already like it's a, like Hall H. Like remember, we would see mm-hmm. lines the day mm-hmm. before. Like it was that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think she put that post. I, my timeline may be off, but I think she put that post out before the fight actually happened. 
and then I think she had to take like like a break or I don't know. Yeah, all the details, she, but she like she had to leave, even though there's yeah, yeah, she she, waiting. she stopped signing. Yeah, because you know, which I'm and, like, man, that sucks. And she she apologized for that, but I mean, if a fight broke out, I can understand. You know, hey, I mean, her her safety is more important than your signature. Not just that, you're gonna disperse the line if you leave. You take yourself out of the situation. And you I mean, know what sucks is that there was a fight. And then the guys that were security were were stealing. <laughs> they couldn't stop the fight. Yeah, man. I was just like, man, like, and you know, despite all this craziness, like the con did go on. There is news still, but it's just like it like the a lot of the, the social media reports were like, you know, we are not having the best of times out here at New York Comic Con, which I'm like, <laughs> that kind of sucks because it's the first it's the first one. Since the pandemic, or the first in-person one since the pandemic, they should have done New York Comic Con special edition, <laughs> right? Special edition was mad chill in, in San Diego, but, but I mean, it was like, like a dry run too. Like it was a test of what they were going to need logistically and and uh, you know protocol-y. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you feel like the the things they put in place for? Special edition were also put in place during San Diego Comic Con this past. Yeah. It was summer. the same. Yeah, it was the exact same. same. The exact same way, just on a bigger scale, and with okay. more people, um, more people available to. And, and they were actually smart because they did the vaccine, uh, the the verification off site at the Omni Hotel. Mm-hmm. So the lines there were small because people, by the time it was where the area was crowded, was people that were already verified. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. something they learned from special edition because the special edition line was huge. Yeah, whereas it covered the whole if you know it covered the whole thing. Yeah, whereas the the real thing, like I walked into the hotel, I don't like I never actually stopped like waiting in the line. I just walked yeah. in, and there's people in front of me, but it didn't. It never stopped. Yeah, of course they didn't check yeah. me as well, but you know. <laughs> well, I guess there's that as well, huh? Yeah, but that I mean that's it's so halfway of an honor system. I mean, they yeah. say you know you got to be vaccinated to go. So if you're gonna waste your plane ticket to go, if you're not vaccinated just to see if maybe they check it right or not, that's all you you know. And, right. And by that point, I had the app anyway, so that could have been it too. Yeah. I don't even remember if the app was available during special edition, but by the by the real one, it was just kind of like, oh, here, look, I'm clear. Yeah. Yeah, so, but on to stuff like that actually happened at New York Comic Con. And anybody got Can any? Say again? Can I laugh at these? Uh, sure, yeah. This is just regular news stuff, so you can laugh at any of these stories, I, I personally feel, if you want. But, you know, like, and you all have anything that you all saw that kind of jumped out at you in regards to, like, News coming out of Comic Con, like I, I know that they had, like, uh, all, of course, all the different trailers and such. I, I heard that there was a reunion between Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Of course, there's a number of comic book news, like you know, actual news about comic book stuff that's happening. Joe Casada that, drew Batman. Joe Casada did draw draw Batman, and and that was a big thing that happened that got announced at. At New York Comic Con as well, that that Joe Q is gonna go and uh, start doing some artwork for DC now. 
So and, and you know. he got COVID. Oh, he got COVID as well. Yeah. Okay. But I think he was just trying to dodge the shady security people because people would come to his hotel room and pick up, sign stuff, and put it at his booth and then take the money there. <laughs> so he, I think he just didn't want to be there, and he just said, I got COVID, you know? <laughs> Is that what joke you sounds like? <laughs> <I got COVID. laughs> if he's faking it, that's how he sounds like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, I kept seeing, because, you know, we're friends, so I kept seeing his post, and... He's like, oh, I got three of these left. Who's going to be at my booth at 3 p.m.? Hey. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I think I have COVID, and I didn't want to do shit aside from, you know, watch TV. Yeah. I, I, I would immediately be like, what's the protocol exactly? Like, so this came from Joe Q's hands, yeah. who has COVID, yeah. directly to the booth. Was there any kind of sterilization process? Did you use gloves? I, look, I don't do you have COVID now? I don't give a shit about the, the virus in that case. Just give me a, a 30% hazard discount. <laughs> I'm just like, I bet you nobody's wiping that joint off before they hand, put it down at the booth. Paper. <laughs> yeah. Like he know, showed man. the pictures. They're like in a pep paper envelope, like the manila type envelopes, but white. <laughs> they, they they put they wipe it and wipe off the signatures. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get Here this created now. Like, like, you, you know, like you know, COVID comics art drops like three points at at the CGC. Really? Like, what, what is that? Co comics that have COVID on them? Yeah, that's automatically like it could be mint, but it's seven point oh. Damn! Because the motherfucker sneezed on it. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was that was a big deal, and he did show some of the artwork. And yeah, you know, I, I I apologize, I don't have artwork up. I don't know if uh, Jay, you you want to pull up some Joe Q uh, comic covers? I think Batman. I think it was Batman one thirty one. I think it's supposed to be like the first cover he's doing. Um, I'm feeling, but you know, huh? I, I'm feeling kind of bad for uh, Merca because every time there's a con and uh, my feed gets full of people showing off art that they bought um, at a con. And it seems like everybody I see has some Merca Dolfo sketch that mm -hmm. they got out. Like, man, this woman is like nonstop. Yeah, she's not yeah. charging enough. She's not charging enough. I, I, I mean, really I don't think we benefited from it because I mean, Joe went there twice, <laughs> two days to get her stuff, and uh, and then on top of that, the sketchcomic.com people like they fucking. I'm sure they're pillaging her. And not giving her a proper pay payment. She's being pillaged. I, I, oh I yeah, the man. Other word, the the R word, but that wouldn't be like. Yeah, no, pillage is better. Yeah, so don't make <laughs> but, fun of but no, the the fact of the matter is, uh, yeah, she she's doing a lot of work, and, and the quality is always there. one hundred percent. She she's so fast, considering how good she is. I don't know, man. I mean, the one she did for me was... I saw the one she did for Oz and Jay. <laughs> it looked the same. <laughs> well, Mo, might want to be a little bit nicer to America next time. I was nice! Oh, see, look, that's not what nice people say. <laughs> Oz, man, I, you were there, man. You were nice to her, but common sketch art people know you. Yeah, they <laughs> They're like, it's him. It's Magnum. 
<laughs> just so yeah, so that's just photocopy his and put like ears on it. <laughs> just, just photocopy it, do, do it low contrast, and throw some charcoal dust on it so it looks like you did a, a pencil sketch. Charcoal dust, that's hilarious. So yeah, so this is the the cover of Batman from Joe Q, which he hasn't done any official DC work. And it's funny when I first saw this. Decades, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Uh, yeah. But you showed me this, Larry, while I was high as fuck last week. Mm-hmm. And it looked amazing then, and it looks amazing now. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's good work, man. And it's like, it's. I mean, honestly, the reality is with him doing, like, all of his responsibilities at Marvel, like, we barely got to see him draw... Yeah, like in in the later years of his of his tenure at Marvel, because he was doing other stuff, and every now and then he might have like post a, a sketch of something, but we didn't get a lot of like covers <laughs> from Joe yeah. Q. But but now that he's not at Marvel anymore, DC snatched him up, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him do do some work. Up, but they 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 picked him up from the gutter a little bit and say, hey, let me wow, what's let me that? Mean? Why, let me why the gutter? Because if I was DC, I would snatch him up and he'd be like creative director. Oh. So you're saying they didn't like, they're not utilizing his talents enough. They're, they're going to give him a shower and a shave and see uh, see if they can hire him. If not, maybe IDW will get well, him. Anything that they give him above artist and uh, the mouse sends his uh, minions. <laughs> and then next thing we know, COVID got him. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Do, you, do we feel like uh, the COVID shot him the, in the head twice? <laughs> the COVID shot him. Double yeah. tap from COVID. Yeah. Damn. The Mickey Mouse Club came and sneezed on his doorknob. <laughs> I just like you know I don't like Joe Q probably doesn't have like any kind of non compete right now or anything like that, right? Like I mean, he wouldn't be doing that if if he did. Well, it wouldn't be a non compete for artists. It would be a non compete for like. The thing that, like, what you're talking about, like creative oh, yeah. director type stuff, because that's what he was doing. So, you know, it's like whatever artist stuff he would have had, he probably would probably have been up a long so time ago. If DC, well, if Discovery was smart, what they would do is they would force Joe Q to marry Jim Lee so that way <laughs> he could whisper stuff in bed ideas because he would talk in his sleep. Mm. And it'd be like under like mar marital privilege, right? And he would get a bonus. Mm. Got it. What's Tiger Claw talking about, Jay? Uh oh, okay. you're muted, Jay. You're muted. Silent no, assassin. Jay. I was like, right? <laughs> He's like, you're you're too silent of an assassin right now, Jay. I'm like, I'm like, why is Jay not? Tiger Claw <laughs> what's up, Fantastic Forum? What'd you think of the teaser trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie? Oh, yeah, that did happen in New York Comic Con as well. Simulcasted with Nintendo Direct, um, which, ironically enough, of course, had a section with Chris Pratt talking in it. So th that's one Comic Con appearance from Chris Pratt, New York Comic Con appearance. And also Jack Black, which, oh my God, the guy sounds so good. It's Bowser. It's sick. I forgot it was Jack Black. Yeah. Dude, it's, I didn't it's know amazing. It I didn't know it was Jack Black. And then uh, when you see, like, I don't know if they did motion capture on his face, but when he when Bowser does that smile, that's a straight up Jack Blackism. Like 
that's the that's his, that's his like expression coming through like in the performance and uh <laughs> i love the voice of the little penguin king that shit was amazing yeah. <laughs> like i want to yeah. see that movie. i don't give a fuck about mario let, let mario like that right. <laughs> i want to see the war between Brow- bowser and the penguin kingdom i mean i think you the- kind of did <laughs> right, right. But that entire opening sequence with Bowser and the penguins was like so cool, man. It, it totally set the tone. And then you get, you know, Mario and and Chris Pratt's voice, which has been much of a, a m- much uh, discussion has been surrounding what Mario sounds like in this movie. Do, do you all have opinions? I personally like. They could have cut. He could have just not said anything because he didn't say anything worthwhile in the trailer. So it wasn't like nothing. Like Mario could have just stayed quiet, done the Master mm-hmm. Chief, and the trailer would have been the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that, like you know, I, I there was more I- emotion or uh, expression from the the Toadstool character. So like mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's the beauty of voice actors. Yeah, they know how to do that shit. And uh, <laughs> amen. Chris Pratt can't <laughs> doesn't know how to do. He's that. not a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't depend on voice acting to feed his fucking kids. So yeah. he's like, he could just phone it in. They'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think, Oz? I I like Chris Pratt, but it's like he, he in that trailer alone he did two voices. Like he's just him when he's talking to Toad, and then when he then he does like a little faux accent when they're like hopping over to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, I like Chris Pratt. I I think he'll be fine, but I gotta agree with I think it was Tara Strong that was talking about the guy that does the voice is like right there, like we could just yeah, yeah Charles right Martin. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. unless he unless he turns it down, like he should get first choice, and then and if look- he turns it down, then we get a Chris Pratt. We've seen um, whatchamacallits, like, uh, I was a chipmunks, like Justin Timberlake was a chipmunk, and that was asinine as fuck to me, but whatever, like, you know, and then you have, uh, but, you know, you kind of need a, a, a Justin Timberlake there to be like a smurf or whatever, to kind of have a little bit of a draw, you know, for some of these properties. <laughs> Do you think but, Mario really needs a draw? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like you could have literally mm-hmm. had you could have had a silent Mario <laughs> and the movie would have been amazing still. You know, just the little sound bites of like you know, <laughs> or, you know <laughs> it's a me. You know, like shit like that. But it, it's like um you don't need Mario has a draw already, and that, that I think that was proven to me where like how you guys were saying like how Oz was saying, like he did a bit of a of a Italian accent. I didn't even get that at all. I, I, I just, mm-hmm. I just, it's just bland as fuck. The whole, the whole Chris Pratt voice part. And, and like, I think, wait, I think wait, hold, right. wait, hold, hold on one second, honestly. Che, what, what about what's your thoughts on the voice? Um, I didn't like it. You like it, really? I said I didn't. Oh, I didn't like it. Oh, I thought you said I like it. I was like, really? I was like, wow, that's shocking. That's the wrong I didn't like it. <laughs> and it's so weird. Like, uh, basically, all like 
all the different regions were coming out, the trailers. And like everyone I saw had a better sounding Mario than Chris Pratt. <laughs> um Mario in other languages was 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 killing it. Yeah. Like People I heard French, French I heard Indian, and I heard one more. I can't remember. But yeah, their Mario's sound awesome. I think the Mexican Mario is gonna be amazing. But not the Mario, the Bowser. The Bowser. Dude, I'm sure both. Yeah, because the Bowser, you know who who I I think I I haven't watched it and I didn't follow up on this. I showed up for pre-production. I didn't know we were gonna spend this much on it, but um the Mexican dude that's doing Bowser is the guy from the strain that was the wrestler. And became the best. Oh, damn. That guy is good. Yeah, that's what I saw online, but I don't know if it was like a fan casting or or an announcement. Like, it just, you know, these days you got to follow up on it to really make sure. You're right. That's what I saw online. And I hope it might be the case. Yeah. What's Ty Uh, Claw saying? He says you can't judge Chris Pratt's uh, voice just by two lines in the teaser trailer. Wait till we get a second trailer. Which I'm sure will have Mario talking more, except these foreign Marios have the same <laughs> amount of lines. And they sounded amazing. Well, I yeah. equate, I equate it to fucking. If you can tease right, you might be able to fuck right. And if you can't tease <laughs> right, I know for a fact you can't fuck right. Yeah. And and, and this is this is what our sponsors want. <laughs> this is this is why we get the, the big box. I'm not bad at it though. It's fantastic, a good analogy, goddamn. Fantastic forum sponsored by Trojan Connors. Right, there it is. So I will say this. Um I was definitely underwhelmed by Chris Chris Pratt's like little tease as Mario. I, I didn't think that, you know, honestly, I didn't think that he was gonna do like anything like extra special. But I was actually like a bit underwhelmed just because I was like, man, like it just sounds very regular. Um, I don't want him to put on like I don't want him to try to pull a Martinet. But on the at the same on the same note, like I know that you know like people are saying like why didn't we just let him do the voice? But we we all can like agree that you can't have that video game Mario voice like over the course of an entire movie, right? Like that just isn't practical for a number of reasons, right? It'll get old. Or am I, or am I wrong in that? that? Like, I, I, I've heard people say that. Um, yeah. I vehemently disagree. Uh, but, you know me, I'm a fucking weirdo, so you guys are probably I mean, I, right, it's not, but I wouldn't. I'm not saying, like, the so. voice is, like, I just feel like, isn't the voice kind of a little stereotypical and problematic? Like, I, I mean, so? Like the game, the, the game uses that voice, and nobody's canceled it. So why would well, they cancel the movie? The game uses the voice, but it uses the voice like in the same way how you know Link uses his voice. Like Mario doesn't speak in sentences; Mario right. makes noises. So why but you I would gotta... say, I would say my suggestion would be like record the movie like that, and if you think if after you have the full voice track. <laughs> you think it's gonna be problematic? Chop it down and just do a silent Mario and have him just do the use it like he is, uses in the game. Here's the Are thing you- though. Charles Martinet is a voice actor. 
like a skilled voice actor. He doesn't have right. just one voice. Like if you're like, like you want you to do Mario, Mario. but less problematic, then yeah. he, can he can easily do that. do that. Like you're right. You're absolutely right. You're right. I also, right. I mean, that goes back to what Mo said earlier. People that are actors doesn't mean that they can do voice acting. And a, a great example that I just saw was um, I was watching Lower Decks where they go to Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. And for most of the episode, I didn't realize that the guy playing Quark was Armin Shimmerman, yeah. like the actual guy, because it sounded like it was a dude making a Quark impression. Yeah. His timing was the same. <laughs> and, and then I like he was doing like, cartoon Quark? Yeah, like his tone was different. Yeah. Like, like yeah, he felt he just, has to get cartoony because it's a cartoon. Yeah. And it just didn't come out right to me, who watches Deep Space Nine all the time. But when Riker comes out, like Riker sounds like Riker, mm-hmm. and, but he does a little more cartoony. But based on yeah, the yeah. the script, like the script goes a little cartoony, so he goes cartoon, you know. And Riker mm-hmm. does a little bit more voice acting than Shimmerman. Yeah. At least I think I I believe so. I, I could be wrong. No, no, no. no Riker roles. Yeah, that fool does a lot of voice acting and has done it over the years. So, yeah. like, this fool got decades of experience. Yeah, right, I'm... right. <laughs> so good. I know, I know, right. <laughs> that look, basically doing a a, a a character that looks just like him, wakes yeah. up with a ponytail. I know. <laughs> like, he could dude. play him in real life, like live action. He could. It'll be uh, right. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. another thing that happened in New York Comic Con where they had like a preview of uh, of the card that season book. three. The... Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Oh no, no, I was talking about gargoyles. I'm sorry. Oh, like, like, I'm, I'm a gargoyles Gar- fan, so gargoyles. I was talking about the gargoyles comic book. Gargoyles. But they have Picard season three, the the reu- little reunion that they're gonna have. Little tease of that. Yeah, but that was yeah. that was good, but. The trailer to season two was good too, and that like went downhill real quick. I liked season two. Yeah, well, you don't know the lore. Whatever. Whatever. You don't have the lore. Hates Picard. Hates the entire show. Yeah. Yeah, like, Larry. Not... Okay. Look. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Oz too. Like, no, I know season one. If you, if you, if your concern is the lore. I know because Jay, I mean, we had this discussion when it, season one came out, and Jay was like the bastion of the keeper of the lore. And he's like, My <laughs> He should be on Bejor in the past, going crazy. Bejor, New Jersey. Bejor, New Jersey. <laughs> Maybe Look, I don't know why just around. now, Jay, but you sounded like you sounded like Tina from Bob's Burgers to me just now for whatever reason. <laughs> like that felt like a Tina impression. <laughs> That's cool. I like Tina. Yeah, I think yeah. we're all a little I see. bit. No, one hundred percent. Like I, I see myself in Tina all the time. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. oh, that's hilarious. Oh, cool. Did you know in the original concept there are family of cannibals? What? Why? I- it explains why they're eating burgers. It's what? easier to eat people when you make them into burgers. That was just the first concept. Like, is is that personal? You can see it on YouTube, huh? <laughs> no. Oh no! I was just asking Moses if that's personal. Like he was like, 
it's easier to eat people when you make them into burgers. I'm like, why did he say that? Like, mm, he's done it not, already. It's not as easy as hot dogs. I mean, that's just common sense. Yeah. But I don't have the machine right. to make hot dogs. The machine to make hot dogs, like, takes up a whole room. The machine to make Could, burgers. I mean, just think, what's easier to eat? A hamburger or ribs? Like, <laughs> the hamburger is much easier. Could you imagine I, if you were eating a burger and you're like, man, this burger is delicious. And it turned out it was people? Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, I've been having that nightmare since I watched Sweeney Todd. That's not that much of a uh, nightmare to me, but yeah, I mean, I can see it. <laughs> wow, cannibalism. That's where we, we're at, huh? Like, hey, I don't want to eat people. In fact, if we get to the end of the world and someone eats people, I'm killing that person. Well, that's where you got to start being a vegetarian now. Like, start it, practicing vegetarianism. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to best right to tell y'all that I was like, Jay was like, I don't want to eat people. And I was sitting here like, is there about to be a butt? Like, <laughs> like I was waiting for it. Like, Jay, I don't want to eat people. But <laughs> I'm like, damn, Jay, don't do it. Thank you, Jay, for just like being like, you're going to hunt the cannibals down. Thank you, Jay. I'll sure. I'll hunt the cannibals. We've put them in the fridge before uh, if... when it came up and crossed. And they had to kill mm. all the little kids because they had started uh, cannibalism. It's like, yeah, you can't be trusted in the new world. Like, you I, have I to put them all down. I got the, the Fantastic Forum round robin question. Uh, each of you, uh, what would you eat first if you had to cannibalize somebody? What part of the body would you eat first? I mean, isn't the right answer the, the butt? Isn't that where you're supposed to go first? I'm not really going to eat an ass, so... Well, I, mean, I am, but I still eat that first. It's the rump. The, the rump is the most tender part, right? Mm. I don't know, man. Like, some got some firm asses. That's true. I guess it depends on who whose ass it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, it might not even be real. You're like, God damn! Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, this all, yeah. It's all synthetic. Out, all the silicone... Uh, no, you start with the inner thigh. That that's where I was gonna go the, with the loin. The inner thigh. Yeah. Oh wow! Look, jeez, that's how you know. The, that's that answer is the people that you know really thought hard about it. <laughs> Your friends are good like, wow. protein. And, you oh know, my god! Not for fun, just in case the uh, apocalypse happens. <laughs> I mean, you never you ever had a woman like put her legs like against your head and oh, it feels like soft yet firm? Like that's yeah, like that's you flex, but there's a cushion there that's that doesn't hurt cut. your ears. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Um, How would you season people? Listen, I, I think I'm done. I think salt, we're going to talk more about salt comics. <laughs> I always assume that people are delicious because they eat garbage. So, no, because everything like when you when you eat something, you're how do I explain this? Humans eat like their body parts are every vitamin and mineral and whatever enzymes your body needs. And when you need something, you crave you crave weird yeah, yeah. things just to get that. So I would assume yeah. If this thing has everything your body needs yeah. in, the, in the exact right proportions, it's got to be delicious, right? But here's the thing: people are malnourished, especially with this factory farm process of making food. Like they, they don't have what you need. 
That's true. You know, yeah. so you might be, you know, might be a little gamey. You know, it might be a little. And you know, and what if that person's like a drug addict too? Like all the calcium's been taken off because of the meth and shit. And so the, yeah, the, yeah. So you know, eating people might not be worth it, but we'll give it a shot. You see, Larry, it's, like, it's October. We got the spooky logo on. Yeah, talk yeah, I see that. Spooky logo. Um, obligatory. Nobody uh, ate anybody. This. Nobody ate anybody at New York Comic Con, right? Not that I know. Of. Okay, but you know, look, oh, look, I don't know. There's been a full accounting of everybody yet, so who knows, I right? Somebody <laughs> like, got it. Things are going. <laughs> It very well might come up next week. Be like, damn it. Um, as with every major con, obligatory uh, X-Men news, because, you know, that's what I'm into. But uh, they, they teased also the uh, Sins of Sinister event, uh, which is actually going to be like Sinister's uh, Age of Apocalypse type thing going on. So they're going to be changing all of the X titles, like changing the, the names of the titles. Uh, like Immortal X-Men is becoming Immoral X-Men. And friggin they have another title called the uh, the Nightcrawlers, which... Are, are they just going to be banging? Is that why they're immoral? Banging is not That's immoral. it. And, and like That's the green... Killing is immoral. That, banging both. is just right. A and literally. But no. Mm -hmm. I've actually been meaning to ask you do you know how to pronounce Apocalypse's name? No. It it's written. No, no. His his uh, he has a name in Krakoan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's there's no. I mean, there's no way to. No Krakoan one has created. Like a half thought language. It's not really real. It's only read. You can't really pronounce it. There's no phonics. Right. There. Yeah. No one. No one has made. Huh. Phonic. There's no phonics to it. Right. So yeah, there's no one no one has developed any Krokoan sounds yet. So that's which, why like, I mean who knows if that's gonna actually happen. I don't think so, but I, I I mean unless unless you know the entrance into the MCU they're already speaking Krokoan and that's why they've been hidden. That'd be wild. But yeah, so yeah, I don't know how to say it. I know what it looks like though. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's such like, a cool so symbol. The mutant is formerly known as Apocalypse. Yeah, and also too, they um, they teased the the fall of X, uh, which very well might be the end of the Krakoa era, which I hope that's not the case, but you never know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, and another piece of news is they did tease Jonathan Hickman's latest project for Marvel, uh, but only like showed like a little bit of pictures, and Hickman basically said. It's going to be Marvel's Sandman, which I, for me, I was like, uh, that's that. I mean, I love Jonathan Hickman, but I'm like, that's a lot. Like, I don't, I don't know if I would have made that claim. Like, if that was what you were trying to go for, you probably should just wrote the book and let somebody else say that. What, what, uh, what does it look like? Like, what are there's only been, um, uh, uh, like a little teaser image from from Skeety, like, of, like, character stuff. So there's not, like, actually any, like, we don't know anything about it other than him saying that, basically. And this, these images, I'll, I'll show you, like, it's just, like, a character 
Um, some people think that it could be uh, Doctor Strange. Other people uh -huh. think that it's a different character. So, like, other than this is all we have. That's and Morbius. so we don't even know if that's, like, the main character or what, but... That's Morbius. So the, it's, it's Morbius? Yeah. Why is that Morbius? Look at him. He looks just like Jared Leto. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, so that's, that's, all, that's all we have. I can, I can see, like, with the coat, like, Sandman, but... I mean, it's just a character design. Like, I don't even Netflix, like, even Netflix and Sandman isn't isn't Sandman. Well, yeah, no, no, I don't think anybody's expecting the the television show to be the comic, but it's like you know. But most people aren't going to be reading the comic, so that's all the Sandman they get. Unfortunately, L at least it's like Sandman enough. Except you know. that he has dreamy eyes. <laughs> oh, there's more, right? That's more what? More images. Oh, okay. What what you got, Jay? So. Okay. Yeah, this like that sentence was like the initial kind of teaser. And so or, or there was, I think there was like two or three of them sentences like that, where they had like, you know, so, you know, we, we'll we wait and see still, like, they didn't really give us a lot. He just said that, you know, you know he's kind of messing with the, the, uh, the, like, I guess he's going to be twit, uh, or, or tweaking, like, Marvel's, the underpinning of the Marvel Universe, but, you know, you know, Jonathan Hickman, he likes to do high concept stuff. So we shall see. Uh oh, you, 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 there you Oh, and you get autofocus, mo autofocus. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, oh, there you go. All right. I was about to say, I was like, man, I'm like, I've, I've drank too much. I'm like, I'm like, Moses is blurry like a mug. You know, <laughs> anyway, we should, uh, Talk about I actually had an announcement at New York Comic Con. I'm making oh, what did Marvel, you have? I'm making the Doom Patrol in Marvel. Oh, are you? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. I'm gonna get somebody shitty to draw it. I mean, Skeety. Oh yeah, Skeety. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Like even though, like you know, there have been people for years that have been saying that the the X Men are just a ripoff of Doom Patrol. Yeah, I mean, yeah. ripoff. You can't really call it a ripoff, but it, they are like no. similar. Don't like, tell me the Inception. Well, you know? No, but like, here's the thing: like when you're a dude that your roommate is working on a comic, and then you have he's doing Doom Patrol, and you're doing X Men, and it comes out months apart. Like, there, there's some cross of ideas and you know they mm -hmm. just two different people doing it same with man thing and swamp thing you know right it's like they, which is I, a great I, segue yeah, uh, okay, yeah, what yeah. Say? yeah that's what yeah all right let's play that tv music <laughs> tv or scary review 
Well, it's a TV one. Oh, so. Uh, no, it's more about gel coat. When the fourth round will... Don't you call in... Oh, All right. I just Marvel's- realized that scary logo has a, a Mo style faux hawk going. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like that was totally an accident. Or was it? Or was it? Meta. Sorry. <laughs> By you? No, by uh, like Larry can't say meta. Oh, oh, I thought okay, I thought you meant the logo. Oh, I can't say meta. Oh, yeah, stop saying it's still it. a word, isn't it? No, 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 <laughs> they've, they've removed it from the language, like you only can refer to it as the company. That's it, <laughs> anyway. Is it ever a word or like a pre hyphenate? Ah, I think it was a word. I believe no, it's, it was a portmanteau. I what, thought it was. What like, about uh, poor people toes? What? <laughs> um, whatever. What were we talking about? <laughs> Werewolf by Night. It's latest, uh, like I said, latest addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I, I like. I don't. I guess you can call it a TV movie. It's under an hour. Just under an hour. It's a holiday special for it, Halloween. It's a special special presentation, yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, but it does. Uh, uh, it, it does include the the werewolf by night and Elsa Bloodstone, um, and you know it, it it basically is the story of a bunch of monster hunters coming together after Ulysses Bloodstone uh, after his passing and vying for the the actual Bloodstone or to some they call it the Blood Gem. Um, and trying to hunt a monster in order to show that they are worthy of possessing that item. So it's uh, done in a in a uh, homage style to the horror movies of the 30s and 40s and 50s. And uh, yeah, it's in it's in mostly black and white. So. Gentlemen, let's talk about it. What What are some of your your initial thoughts? Like Mo, Mo, you look like you're chomping at the bit. So I'll start with you, friend. Well, I, like I loved it till about like because it's what like 50 minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. So I loved it till like 53. Uh, um, spoilers. Also, Bloodstone is black haired. Yeah, but but you knew that. I, look, I thought it was colorization because of black and white. Like I saw it in black and white, so it's like her care, what, I, if we see her in color, she could have red hair. No, I know she didn't look like Lucy, but it's still like <laughs> redheads look like in black and white. Huh? Lucy, said, that's not what redheads look like in black and white. No, but Lucy had red hair, and she looks, you know, Lucy looks like a redhead in black and white. But I. I I figured they're going artistic with contrast. I didn't want to say she had black oh, hair right off the bat. Because, like they're going Sin City. Right. Because gotcha. a lot of that, like, I mean, some of the makeup effect was homage to silent film era type. 
Right. Uh, right. And it's like, yeah, I, I know that you didn't have to do makeup like that for a 50s horror movie, you know, a black and white horror movie, but they chose to, and that, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, that that pissed me off. The, gotcha. <laughs> the little, yeah, you know, I, I, I won't lie to you. I was disappointed yeah. about a, the, 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 the character not having red hair. Yeah, but the, she got a red jacket. And it's yeah, like, which like, that's, is a poor like, substitute. Right. Her jacket's supposed to be tan and her hair's supposed to be red. Now, yeah. I know... Um, that's Elsa Bloodstone in the comics right there. I know... Yeah, uh, that, that's a great picture. I love that ponytail, too. She also has, like, she often has that high ponytail. I like yeah. it. She didn't what? have a ponytail in this show, right? No, she didn't. No. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, this, this, like, this design of the character, not necessarily in that outfit, but, like, just the red hair and that hairstyle is, I, I feel like it's one of those things where because of that, she has a distinct silhouette, which is cool because that's, you know, that's often the approach for comic book characters. And it's cool that she can do that even without uh, uh, a costume, per se. You know what I'm saying? Or, or or a more traditional superhero costume. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue, Mo. So uh, uh, with the, the man thing stuff, I don't know why they called him a her initially. It might have just been a mistake, like maybe not understanding what Mantic is. But uh, yeah, overall they they handled that pretty well. Like it, you know, a little bit of mystery, not a lot of explanation, mm-hmm. and, and the relationship with. I mean, that dude that that played uh, uh Jack the werewolf mm-hmm. by night, it, like it, his acting is top notch because he looked like he really loved man thing you know yeah. Uh, yeah. the performances were great the 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 pacing was great even for it being what it is a short um mm-hmm. and cinematography all that was good story like just moved really well for me and uh yeah it, it, it was great again for 53 minutes it was there great. it is and it didn't have an after credit scene i wish it would have had one yeah they left you one or more Mm-hmm. J- Jay, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was a little weird. Just, I don't have a ton of experience with Elsa Bloodstone. Gotcha. But normally when I do read her, she isn't like cowery, cowery. Like she doesn't cower <laughs> yeah. as much. Um, I, I can hear where you're coming from. In the from comics, that, yeah. as she does here. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's because she doesn't have the bloodstone yet, but and the red hair. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was a little bit of a turnoff. Okay. But I like the I like the black and white for the most part. Um, I like Man Thing. I thought he looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the overbearing music. <laughs> That's classic. No, it's so interesting. Like, because I've been watching a, a few movies lately that are like, um, basically, yeah, they're paying homage to the past, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that shit is overbearing. Like that. Yeah, I don't know what was going on back then, but they love their overbearing music. Well, you know, right. they just. Uh... They had just gotten sound in theaters. 
Right. It, it might have been just a mistake, and they just went with it. it added the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it reminded me a lot of a movie called, like, The Tingler or The House of Haunted Hill. Uh, that they're the both original? Made, yeah, with Vincent Price. I still need to watch that. They're both uh, made by William Castle, and that's one of the things where it's, like, the music is, like, off key a little bit, and, and it's the, the mixing is off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, like, right when they started getting movie, like, sound in theaters. Yeah. Oz, what about you, man? How did how did you like it? What did you think? So, the show by <laughs> itself was fine. It, it's not bad. I don't regret watching it. I didn't pay anything for it. So, if you have Disney Plus, go ahead and watch it. But it bugs me that it's not what I was promised in the trailers. Like I was promised mm. an old school, low budget horror flick. Okay. And that's that's not what I got. What I got wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I was what I was told I was gonna get. You know. Okay. So so and, and so you're just saying that that that's you felt as me. That just like what what thing. was it high budget? Like what was too? I, I guess I assume it was too no high not budget. that it, no not that there was too high budget. It's just that it wasn't a horror show. Like it it the, the trailer it wasn't scary too, enough. You know, it, it's called Werewolf by Night, and the trailer shows talks about they're gonna hunt uh, this creature, yeah. and you know, shows Elsa Bloodstone cowering, and it looks like the the whole thing is gonna revolve around hunting the werewolf. And I mean, you get five minutes of werewolf, mm-hmm. and the rest is just the the hunters going at each other. And it's not, it's it's not what I thought. I, I expected something where there there's a, a monster hidden in the background and it's the werewolf and the whole f- plot was going to revolve around hunting it and that's, that's like not what I got. Murder on the Orient Express but with a werewolf. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I uh, didn't but, think it was going to be more like that too, but but it so, turned out so that, it wasn't. Yeah, so that was disappointing, but like I said the the overall product isn't a bad thing. You know, I I enjoyed my time watching it. I'm not going to tell people not to watch it. It's a fun little hour of, you know, Going off into another world. You just felt fine. like they did like the, the Shyamalan studio marketing thing. Yeah, I expected well, one thing, I got another. Well, got you it. know, okay. Well, it, it, look, it, again, this is a comic book show. You saw the cover and the inside <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That happens all the time. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, I will say that. I really dug all of the small nods to how they made this feel like it was an older film. Like all the way from like the beginning Marvel uh, Studios opening sequence and how they like put the slashes and like, you know, change the music a little bit. And, you know, that was cool. But, um, Obviously, the black and white is a nod to that, too. But then they also did, like, the special presentation kind of thing, which I was like, dude, like, you got to be, like, my generation to, like, really, like, kind of remember that kind of stuff. Because I'm I'm, like, I wouldn't even be surprised if that type of thing doesn't even show up when you get some movies 
in like streaming or in in like you know physical media because that feels like it was more like the TV aspect like it's something that was like that would like the TV station would play before they actual movie shows yeah. so I was just like that was kind of cool well, it was um, like when, um when I watched like a kid when I was a kid and I watched like the Planet of the Apes like KTLA did Planet of the Apes right. for five days straight like every right. Like, and they would do that, like you no, know, they would do almost like a, a breaking news type of thing where it's like you're not getting right. what you normally get, you're getting a special right. Thing. Yeah, exactly. So that was they cool. Gobots too, like Gobots versus the Rock Lords. No, just the regular Gobots. Oh, okay. You know, always- um, you're too young. That's look. I'll take it. Young forever. No, <laughs> but um, also too, like just even in the actual way that they presented, like the the film itself, because it's like they did some things like to the qual, like like it almost like they make it look a little grainy, but not so much so that it makes it so that it's like it doesn't feel low quality. Yeah. It just feels like it's a, like it just gives you the hint of that nostalgic kind of thing. And another thing I noticed that I was like, wow, that's so wild is they did like the little cigarette burns, like yeah. um, in, in the film, like where, like, and I think it, I mean, it, you know, the joint is obviously short, right? It's not yeah. a full length movie. Cause you know, full length movies, like what? 70 something minutes or, or. Well, if it had or, commercials, it probably would have been almost like that amount of time on a TV presentation, like back in the day. Oh, okay, so it might have been an hour and a half for a TV movie. Yeah, maybe with commercials. Hour, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. But either way, they put like I feel like they put like at least I I feel like I saw at least two cigarette bird marks in the joint, which I'm like that's all put in there digitally. Like that's not a real thing. And I'm like that's so cool. Right. Right. And I'm just like, man, like that's so all of that, even like how they do some of the sound and whatnot, I'm just like the sound design of it made it feel like an older movie. And it's yeah. one of those things where... Where the tape's like it, running a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, i like, that's very cool because it's like, you know, like I'm old enough to like have actually watched some of those joints and be like, yeah, like this feels like that, but in only the right ways, like not the wrong ways. Because some way, you know, you, you go back and watch some old stuff and some of it you're like, man, like you just have to be like, okay, like because I know the history, I get that this is why this is the way it is, but you could totally see, it's almost just like how when younger people play older video games, you know what I mean? And they're just like, this feels broken. And it's like, no, no, it's not broken. That was the way that it was made at the time because of the the limitations, you know what I'm saying? And But for if you're like, if you don't have that history, you're just like, no, this just sucks. Like, why would I play this? You know, <laughs> why would I watch this? It just, it, it sounds bad. And it's like, no, it doesn't sound bad. It sounds like history. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, and that's so, that was a, a wild thing. Cause I'm like, it made me feel that like, you know, like it was a, a film that was made in that era as opposed to like, but it, but it was great or still like very high quality in all the right ways, which was kind of cool, you know? So it's like the best of both worlds, you know? I, I get. Yeah. What you're I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I really like 
that aspect, and like you said, it was like filters, but it wasn't like heavy handed either. You know, like mm-hmm. it didn't get the that little nostalgia thing. Didn't they didn't overuse it? Um, right. From a comic book reader perspective, it felt like like one of those Marvel presents that would come out in October. And, yeah, and for me, that. it was just like that. Like even like how it's not what you see, like what they showed you, you that was gonna be is not exactly what you get. Right, a good way to introduce a character without having to have a full on movie with a full story. Like there's no origin. Yeah. To the werewolf by night, there's no origin to man thing or Elsa Bloodstone. I, if anything, Elsa Bloodstone has the most origin in it, right? And then it's like, you know, and, and you know, maybe next year we'll get Legion of Monsters, you know, right? Maybe, uh, right maybe after that, we'll get Frankencastle. Oh, <laughs> wow, Frankencastle, that's crazy. Why not? Why Listen, not? We, like, we said the this- same thing about Rocket Raccoon. why not like if you can convince me that why why not i'll accept it but i I, why not look i feel like oh boy that plays punisher would do it not only would look even if he doesn't do it they could just use his the, the brain and then put him in a bunch of other body that looks like a big buff guy you know what I mean? It's true. And, and then, and then it's just the the, the story is what dictates. Because I mean, Frank and Castle. I mean, he looked like Frank Castle, but yeah, Frank Castle looks like a brute that was probably made in some <laughs> mad scientist look, lab. Look, Frank, look, here's the funny part: is technically you could probably do that as like a special presentation type thing too. Exactly. And it doesn't even have to be like a, a canon MCU kind of thing. It could just look, be like its even, own even little if it thing. Is like, a canon MCU, all they have to do is not show you how he turns back. Because in the comics, it was like that too. Like they showed you how he turned back, <laughs> but just as like an added thing. Like it wasn't like the story wasn't about him turning back. It was just him doing his thing as Frankencastle, and then he came back through some. You know, they have they already have the characters that could turn him back anyway. <laughs> so, right. So, so is and the way that this thing starts off like that was one of the things I really liked a lot where they, they show you the Avengers and like this is the, what's happening in this world but what about darkness this right. is like the underbelly of this and that's how Elsa Bloodstone stories goes that's how Legion of Monsters go World mm-hmm. by Night goes half of the Morph- Morbius comics goes like yeah. that's how that shit goes and, and I love it Yeah, you know and it yeah. felt like reading one of those Marvel horror books mm-hmm. yeah is Frankencastle the the robot man of your Marvel's Doom Patrol? Because <laughs> um, he so, gets like metallic implants, right? He gets a metal arm, but that that's it. But it's really like he doesn't even want to be alive. Like he was happy being dead, like not existing. But yeah. they needed him because the the there's a whole underworld that lives under the Marvel cinematic or the Marvel universe. In the uh, you know the catacombs of the city and shit like that, that is being threatened, and it's like in that uh, that version of Legion of Monsters is like they're the Avengers, and it's like Elsa Bloodstone, one of the swamp animals, Man Thing, Morbius, and Werewolf by Night, and then Frank is the uh, is Frankencastle. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. too bad Blade was canceled. Eh, you know. 
I don't think it's canceled. I think it's just on hold. Yeah. I don't even know what the problem was with the director. Like, they, they, was it like a script thing? I, I heard at some point they were like rewriting the script. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're catering. I don't know. I don't know if the the Harshala Ma, Mali or Maharshala. Whoa, whoa. Mali. Come, hey, 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 hey! Don't do that. Don't do that. No, I don't know his name. Like I'm, I'm getting crisscrossed with all the Harshala Ali. Mahersh, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Okay. Um, Amen. <laughs> Kazoo type. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know if he's pushing his clout and trying to get shit changed or what, but. Whatever the delay is, he ain't getting any younger. Yeah. For a, for a timeless <laughs> vampire. <laughs> no, yeah, this is real. And this Honestly, is it, could just be intro. it could just be the intro to his daughter. Yeah. I mean, it could be like that. That's definitely like they they talked about that at, at Comic Con, New York Comic Con too. Uh, uh, like is that when the guy died? About... Hmm. Is that when the guy? No, died? that's not when the. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that they were talking about the the. The comic I think is called Bloodlines, and how that's coming out next year, which is the one of with Blade's daughter. Yeah. So, but anyway, so back to Werewolf by Night, uh, which yeah, I mean obviously, like, if I, I mean, realistically it because of how they did this, it's like it sets a precedent where you're like, okay, like if you want to explore more in this area. You could technically do it in this format. Like, you could have a Marvel, like, you know, uh, uh, monster kind of thing every Halloween if you want. And if if the Blade movie isn't on track, technically you can put Blade in one of these if you wanted to. Now, I don't know how Mahershala Ali will feel about that. He might be like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. But yeah, just throw him another... another that 30,000 for 50,000. Uh, well, what do Academy Award winners get nowadays? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Like, what look, did he get? I'm sure, there, I'm sure there's a price, huh? Yeah, didn't he have to like butt fuck a dude for the Academy Award? I mean, I don't know if he actually had to, like, he no, no, but on camera, a... like... <laughs> like, on camera, sounds like he actually had to. No, he did. He did play a gay character. Yes, if that's yeah, true. Yes, and like he like you could do a lot better being Blade in a Marvel presentation and still do an amazing acting job. You know what I mean? I'm, listen, I like he did an amazing acting job in Moonlight, and I, I know, uh, but it had to like that's a testament to how much of an actor he is. Marvel's not requiring him to be that much of an actor. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, hey, look, I, I honestly don't know Mahershala no, Ali's sexual anybody, anybody with a last name Ali, I don't think is 100% comfortable doing all that, but they'll do it, you know, it's a job. <laughs> okay. Feels like a, a blank, bit of a blanket statement, but okay, we'll let it slide this time. Look, look, look I, I come from that, a generation where Jewish people change their name to Shatner. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he didn't have to, I'm over here Figuring out his name, he doesn't have to change it. <laughs> so he, he's 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 doing good. He's making strides. I get it. He could be Blade. Yeah. Blade. 
when the con- time comes and be in the Marvel presentation and make me a happy-ass nerd. There it is. And so, you know, yeah, like, that could happen, and that, that like, I would like for those characters to meet, you know? Yeah. Um, I will say this, too. I really enjoyed the the actual presentation of uh, Jack Russell, like, as Werewolf by Night, like, you know, like, like the way he looked, because he looked like a, a, a live-action version of the comic book character, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool, because that's not a traditional um, werewolf, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, the, the Werewolf by Night character is not a traditional, or at least, or maybe that's not what I should say. Maybe I should say it's not the popularized version yeah. Not the wolf of what man. a werewolf looks like, right? Exactly, like right, like your wolf man, your uh, like your like altered beast. Like, <laughs> there's like so many other versions of a werewolf that are not werewolf by night. Like <laughs> that, that you know, it's like a bit of a throwback. Like it's almost like the movie, like the the werewolf, like the wolf man, like movie monster kind of version, and that's what they went with. Which was cool, cool because I was fully expecting them to kind of pull like a more like streamlined kind of uh uh more anthropomorphic uh, type. Yeah, like an underworld. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were, they, I thought they were gonna underworld werewolf by night and, and they didn't. They made him wolf manny, which is kinda cool. And then also too, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh Swamp Thing, which I know Jay, you mentioned Swamp Thing's design. I'm sorry, Man Thing's design. Uh, sorry, Moses. I apologize. Like, okay, I'll just, I'll just leave the show. I apologize. I'll just, I'll just go. You're right. You got it, 30, Larry. You got it, Larry. <laughs> uh, like, there it is. But no, Man, Thing, Man Thing's design um, I thought was really good. But then, you know, I was looking at it um, in black and white, and I was like, "Man, like that's a nice design." And I'm in my mind, I was like, "It looks great, but it's in black and white, and so it might look better because it's in black and white." Because you know, like especially in light of the idea that you know, all the She-Hulk stuff and the CG there and the the criticisms there, and it's like, hey, you know, we all know that sometimes like green is tough to do. It ain't easy being so, green, like Kermit. Right, said. and it it's like you know, and I I can fully it. What do you say, Jay? It would have been better if they used a costume instead of CGI. When you say a costume, what do you mean? For She Hulk, um, like a like a a, no, a, a, a muscle suit. Oh, in black and white. Yeah. Okay. Well. And this is kind of what I'm getting at, or or where I'm trying to get to, I should say, in the sense that, am I wrong? And you all tell me because maybe it's just my eyes. I don't know, but I feel like when it when Man Thing went to color, I feel like they used practical effects for that, except for like the eyes. Am I wrong in that? It might have been like the body, like I think like the head and yeah. Yeah, like the head was like a green thing with tendrils and shit, and yeah, like because even the the shape of the head under, because that's one of Man Thing's things. Like everybody, 
you know, Swamp Thing is easy because he looks like a skull with the little mustache thing coming down. Right, here. right. The main thing has like a void in here. Yeah. Yeah. Where you travel into another you parallel, you, that darkness. But then when you do see it, it's just a round circle head with no jawline, no nothing. Everything yeah. is that big trunk and the eyes. Yeah, and right. Not really like. Yeah, if it ain't practical, they did a good job. And if it's CG, they did a good job. Yeah, and, and, you know, I mean, I'm definitely like, you know, for me, I was looking at it like it looks like a practical effect to me, except for the yeah. eyes. Like the eyes look like they're CG, but it looked like like the chest and the head were like more practical effects. And even they did some cuts where you see like maybe like, because he was like sitting down. So you see like a, like his knee and a leg. And I'm like, that looks like it's real to me, but I don't know. Like, Oz, does it, did it look real to you at the end when it was in color or does it look? Is that a practical effect, or is that all CG and it's just like my eyes just suck and I can't tell real life from computer generated images? Could have been a combination of the yeah. two. I haven't seen any of the behind the scenes, but it did look really, really good. Um, okay, looked, cool. For me, it looked like it was kind of a suit, and then with the green screen, like strips of green, yeah. where they wanted to add things like the yeah. mushroom, like the yeah, mushroom, absolutely. I noticed like, that mushroom too. I fucking love that shit, especially now that yeah. I love mushrooms. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, and I agree. Like it, it definitely could have been a mixture, um, but I do because, like I said, I, for for I believe one hundred percent the eyes were one hundred percent CG, just because of how they move. Like I'm like, that's not practical. Like it can't be practical because, but but. What made it awesome was I'm like, damn, like it it feels 100% like the comic. Like it feels like if if this is what I would see in the comic book, and what I would imagine from panel to panel, if I was reading a book with with Man Thing in it, and I'm just like, man, that's crazy because you know, like there was a, a little bit of leeway I gave them because I was like, okay, like like you have these CG effects in black and white. Which I thought were great, but I was just saying, like, hey, if this is in color, it might not look as good. Because, again, it's like man thing and it's all this plant matter and it would be green and have to, like, have, like, a certain, like, um, like depth of field for, as far as foliage goes and all this kind of stuff. And then they switched to color and went to, to man thing. And I was like, Damn, that looks real good. I'm like, in fact, I'm like, that feels like that's a practical effect to me. It doesn't look like, to me, it didn't look like it was CG. It looked like it was mostly real, or at least somebody in the suit or something, and then they had CG stuff on top of it. So, it was, yeah, yeah, I would be interested. Hmm? It was at now, the very least a combination. I'm watching it right now. It's at the very least a combination. You like the stuff like th that moves on his face that's all cg and you could see right. when, he, when he's holding the cup you could tell where the cg but i really think there's a guy there in a partial suit at like not just the dots that we're used to see yeah he, he had to have something that was yeah. partial to that yeah and, no man well, it was damn good work if you really want to see a, a man thing in a practical suit you could watch that like 2000 man thing movie that's actually made by marvel studios so it's technically the first MCU movie. Wait, why is it made by Marvel Studios? Because it is made by Marvel Studios. I thought Marvel Studios didn't exist until Iron Man. 
No, the first they did that that they did the the they did that and they did uh the other the TV show with Nick Fury with Hasselhoff before Iron Man. That's called Marvel. That was Marvel Studios. The Har- the yeah, Hasselhoff. It was Marvel Entertainment, but it was that same studio that did it. It just they no, rebranded. It's not the same studio, Moses. That's a different. It studio. is. It is. Why? All right, like, I, have you watched it? I don't have to watch it. Like, Marvel didn't have a movie studio, really, before two thousand and like seven. So a lot of like, no, that's no, they because they did animated before all that stuff. But that's not a movie studio. It's it was Marvel. Studio. It was still the the Marvel Studios. It's that same place. They just rebranded with Iron Man. Oh man, come. On. And they were working on Iron Man for like four years, so you can't so say like two thousand seven, like like two thousand four. I like I'll I'll, gi- I'll give you oh five. All right, that's still way before or way after Hasselhoff though. When Hasselhoff Nick Fury is like in the nineties, like ninety nine. No, it's not 99. <laughs> come on, man! Really, it's not ninety nine. Look, they got Man Thing. You got Man a Man Thing movie. And there's a practical costume in it. I did not know that. I don't. I don't. I didn't realize there was a Man Thing movie. Really? I feel like have you mentioned that before on here? Yeah, I love Man Thing. I I talk about I, Man Thing every I, time I can. It came out in 2005. I Iron can't Man get enough in, Man Thing. Iron Man came out like the, the bigger year the after. Man Thing, the better. Like I love every once every now and then a year they put out a giant size Man Thing on Marvel. <laughs> the Marvel. No, I, enough. I, Giant size man thing, and then even I, this, it should have been called streaming giant size man thing. <laughs> streaming giant size man thing. <sighs> no, I, I, I trust me, Mo. None of us here are trying to dispute how much you love man thing. Like I even especially love giant the, size man things. I even loved how no, no one here would dispute that. They use uh, this man thing. They use kind of a little bit of what the R.L. Stein did. When R.L. Stein was writing Man Thing, which is like the mm-hmm. little quirkiness, like he still has, he's not tormented by being a Man Thing, right? Like, but so he finds a way to communicate without being mm-hmm. able to talk, and I love that there. And I saw a little bit of here, and the Hellfire Touch effect in black and white looked yeah. good. And yeah, it was awesome to see it. And I mean, you know, Man Thing—they've been prime, they've been teasing you with Man Thing since Iron Man Three, so it, it's gonna be. <laughs> Like th- now you, you got the full like you got halfway through the shaft of giant size man thing you're gonna get a <laughs> enough with the I'll just, I'll just I, I can't wait till we get the full nine inches of man thing. Oh jeez, come like, on, does, man. Does man Disney thing plus. does man thing have that like crown of branches coming out of his head? Uh, sometimes, but it is rare. Like. I'm used to I'm used to hunchback man thing like we got in this thing. I'm not used. To, I'm looking yeah. at the poster for the for the 2005 movie, and he's got like that crown thing. Going. He, he um he does so the the shit you saw in uh, New 52 Swamp Thing where he has like the antlers and the wings and shit. Like they start they they were fiddling with that in that man thing movie. Okay. So kind of like uh like kind of like Hulk, he gets bigger and angrier when he gets angrier and stronger when he gets angrier. Man thing was kind of like the he would get roots coming out of him like the more 
angrier he got. So the the angrier and throbbier he got, the vainier he got. The vainier he got. No, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah so. See, that's what I'm used to, Hunchback. Yeah. yeah. Which I feel like that was pretty close to what we saw in the movie. I'm so mad like, I wasn't Money Magnum when Superhero Squad came out because I, I I really love the, the all those designs, but the Man Thing one, the episode, the yeah. the, the Legion of Monsters episode for fucking yeah. <laughs> Superhero Squad was so good. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's an amazing show. Yeah. Anyway, I think does anybody else have anything they want to say about Werewolf, Werewolf by, by Night before we rate? Um. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Mo's like, I just want to keep talking about it, which I'm not mad at. Like, no, it's, dude, like, here's the thing. This joint was enjoyable despite Elsa Bloodstone not being a redhead. That's how yeah. you know it's good. Because, like, like, I knew she wasn't a redhead in black and white. Then they, they had the audacity to show me her in color and that her hair is dark, and I'm like, ah, uh, like here's the thing. It's not like I'm not saying get a different actress because the actress was great, yeah. or the, or the actor. You know, I'm not. She was great. I'm just saying, why can't she dye her hair red? I was hoping like, she could dye her hair red. I was hoping the huh? bloodstone would change her hair into red. No, see, uh, see, yeah, what, don't be a DC guy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's some DC. Yeah, don't be a DC guy. Yeah. Like that's that's, yeah, what, that's, what, that's that. color. That's and, where the color spread from. You know me. I like no, no. Hey, you know, part of it is is this cinematic bullshit. Like you're making a, a, a live action thing. You feel you got to make it a little different. Make it your own. And but there's certain rules and tropes that that happen in in horror shit. The female lead always has like dark hair. You know, there's few where where she doesn't, and those are like the standouts. You know, really. I don't like. I don't watch enough horror to even know that. But that's kind of the thing. Like it, it's just like if you're making a by the numbers type of, of horror movie, like that's the easy mm-hmm. one. You know, the, the, like, your, the female victims are blonde, and your hero heroine, like final girl, has dark hair. You know, like I I 100 believe like this was a thing where I'm sure like Marvel Studios was looking for a redhead. Yeah, and you know this. Actor came and auditioned, and she was the best one. And 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 she's great. Like I can't like don't don't get me wrong. Like I agree with what Joe was saying, where it's like, yeah, the way the character's written isn't spot on what the character, the comic, or the character from the comic is. But you know, at this point in the MCU, it's like I'm you know coming to terms with the fact that that's going to be the case more times. Than I'm comfortable with, but so I'm getting over it a little bit. But what I'm saying is, it, she's a great actor, and she she does the role justice. And so, but what I will say at the same time is, personally, and this might just be you know like we can call it bias if you want to. I would have taken a slightly lesser, like. Actor that happened to be a redhead, not not a not a greatly lesser. Like I don't want her to be half as good, but have red hair because that's not good enough. But if she's like, ah, you know, like, like if somebody's in there in the room 
casting and they're like, well, such and such is better. And she's brunette. But such and such is almost as good as her. And she has red hair. I'm a cast a chick with red hair. <laughs> because Elsa Bloodstone is a redhead. Or we buy a bottle of hair dye. Hair dye. Well, well, and but that's the whole thing. Like, gonna, but, was, but maybe she didn't want to dye her hair. Well, I was going to talk to Larry about that because he mentioned that earlier. And, it, you know, going from black to red is actually really, really hard. And to maintain. Yeah. Really yeah. Really like she has to bleach her hair and then dye it red, right? But the 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 what causes the hair to be black, speaking from a hair professional, yeah, uh, is that the it's what also keeps it from a t like the red sticking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh oh, yeah. wait, real quick, hold hold on one second, Mo. I'm looking at this super superhero squad picture. Yeah, who's that in the middle? That I think that might have been Elsa Bloodstone too, but it, I could be Damn. wrong. I don't so remember. This thing but it, it, it look the fix was in all the way from back then i you know it's just easier to do that's they're, you know, they're like they're like these redheads man like you can't work with them well <laughs> the is, realistically if you do a redhead a red uh, a redhead like you either got to go anime red or something closer it's not going to be too different from the werewolf by night's color too you know what i mean why no, it, I don't know why. Like redheads are a thing that exists. Like why? Yeah, but why it's just, when you, it, from a practical design, like this composition from a composition design, it, it doesn't look good. You know, if that you're saying if this same picture, but that girl's that that girl in the middle's hair was red, it right. would look weird. It would look it, it when you're when the artist drawing it probably felt it looked weird and decided to go this way and the editor told them you know fine it's fine but because it's it's still different a different color for for uh man thing and a different color for werewolf by night too like it, it's it, th their color has to fit into this picture at high def on some kids tv you know Mm, man, that's comic, crazy, man. This, this exact picture in a like a, a Marvel horror comic wouldn't look like this. If Bernie Wrightson drew this, it wouldn't look like this. You know what I mean? See, look, the the redheads are right. They are being discriminated against. Yeah, it's the easiest one to discriminate. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I I cut you off, Moses. Please continue. Uh, where what was I saying? You were talking about um. Oh, well, I was talking about the casting. Yeah. And how and how well, like if hair, like getting the hair to stay Oh, red. yeah, you're talking about how hard it is to dye red hair. Yeah. That's what you were talking about. And to, the thing is you got to maintain it for the production. So they would have most likely go with a wig which probably wouldn't look good. And if you're most of your thing is in black and white, it's easier to just get a brunette or a darker. See, and and here's the thing that trips me out. I don't believe we're at a point where wigs don't look good. For, no, for, it, for uh, film it, production. No, it, they look terrible. But I'm saying women wear wigs in real life and people don't know. Yeah, well, but what does the hair look like under? I don't know. They shave it off. <laughs> it's like a okay. skin cap. Yeah, and you know, she don't want to shave her head to wear a wig to make it look good. You know? Well, listen. Well, yeah. that look, that's where we're going wrong. We're we're not yeah. finding people committed enough. We need people with alopecia. To do, uh... Oh, see, look, don't say that. Will Smith will slap all of us. 
Uh, he could try to slap him. Look, he ain't gonna slap all of us, right? You're right. He gonna get two yeah. of us, but the other two go fight or run. He might, One of he might get odds, but I I know like he <laughs> might get odds, but I know once we get odds, like I know at least two of us will turn into the Hulk. Look, I, I probably look if Will Smith came up and slapped any one of you, I will fight Will Smith, I'll, and I love Will Smith. I'll take the hit if I know at least one of you two is about to grab him. Oh yeah, <laughs> why, why would you take the hit? Just you can punch Will Smith one of too. Us, one of us has to take it. Plus, why? for PR purposes, for PR purposes, it's like Oz has glasses. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna like. <laughs> Stick my chin out for him, like I'm gonna try to dodge and weave. But let's face it, he he like, was Ali. He can feel, he can he can get. Me. He was Ali. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if, if his head and he slapped him in the forehead. He'd be like, ah. <laughs> Jay, would would you take a, a slap from Will Smith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay, Jay's like, I was actually hoping I was the one. <laughs> Jay, you don't want to fight Will Smith? Like he, like he's big, but he's not that tough. I mean, I might fight him after, but getting hit by him would be dope. Gotcha. Jay's I like, know I wouldn't let anybody. He's like, I'm gonna get that blue check mark. That's what Jay's looking for. <laughs> Jay's like, he's like, I am verified because I got slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> He'd be like, slapped by Will Smith, Jay. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Let's rate this joint. Yeah, let's rate this because I got to take a leak. And then, you know, I I missed my wine cue (laughs) for Werewolf by Night. I'm drinking a wine called Seven Moons. Oh, oh. Cool. All right. So, Moses, why don't you start? Give us what what would you rate Werewolf by Night? For me, it's a five. uh, I mean, a 4.5 out of five. That I, I Elsa Bloodstone with red hair is like you know the characterization, like Joe said, I, I kind of like okay she doesn't have it yet she's not as experienced you know we don't know what she's gone through or not gone through, you know they didn't go into that so I'll, I'll give that characterization a little bit of a pass but the red hair I can't give a pass, right uh, four point five yeah. out of five otherwise it would have been a perfect five like the length the pacing like I know sometimes when you make things shorter. It, the pacing gets a little weird. Like they feel like yeah. they rushed through something, but th- this didn't feel rushed at all. It yeah, felt, it felt good. It felt like I was watching the mummy, like the original yeah. mummy, in like instead of doing my final in uh <laughs> yeah. all right, cool, good stuff, man. Okay, go go pee, go pee. Yeah. All right. Uh Oz, what would you rate Werewolf by Night? Oz, you are 100% muted, Oz. I don't know who did that, but you should unmute and then talk. Probably Mo. He hates me. Uh, <laughs> three, three and a half because it, okay. it, it was originally going to be higher, but the false advertising, the lack of red hair, um, mm-hmm. just it, it just loses, starts losing points at, at that point. So three and a half. I don't regret watching it. I'd recommend people check it out. It's fun. Right. It's not scary, yeah. but it's fun. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, Jay, what would you rate Werewolf by Night? I would give it a four. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, honestly, I didn't actually like the part when it turned to color. Okay, it felt very unnecessary. Uh, 
You didn't like like the homage aspect of it, like with the whole like Wizard of Oz thing. No. <laughs> Joe, Joe's like f that history, film history, f that. I, I look, I'm not mad at you, Jay. You okay? Look, I I love that you stand on your principles. Do it, Jay. God damn. I look, I don't agree with you, but you keep doing it. I'm gonna support you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. Like the little hints of red here and there, like from the stone and like Yeah. Like that was cool. But I didn't need to see like everything colorized. Gotcha. Like if you're black and white, be black and white. Like I get Wizard of Oz, like was basically just an experiment in Technicolor. And that was cool for them, but other shows weren't doing that. <laughs> Also, the Wizard of Oz, the thing was you're in a whole different like universe or dimension or LSD trip, whatever. But you weren't <laughs> in Kansas anymore is the point. And then the books, it was actually a place you could go to. It wasn't just like a head trip or whatever. And yeah, nobody reads books. Yeah, but they should. Because they, they, no, the they supers should. weren't red. They were blue. Or silver. Yeah, I thought they were silver. It was like I heard yeah. something was a commentary on like gold silver in the markets. Yeah. Post post uh, depression capitalism. So so four from you, Jay. Okay. I, I'm gonna give it a four point five as well. And yeah, it's it's all about no red hair. <laughs> it's like look, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh and I'm looking forward to seeing those characters potentially incorporated into the I guess more mainstream aspects of the MCU uh, but you know realistically whether that happens or not like I enjoyed what I saw and I would love to see more adventures in in this space so you know like if they make this a annual Halloween kind of thing I feel like this could totally be like something that people end up like tuning in for uh like annually, like I could totally see people be like, oh, well, I have to get my Disney Plus subscription in October, you know, to see the, the next, you know, whatever the, the presentation is. And, and and Marvel has enough occult-ish kind of characters to do this in perpetuity. So it's like, you know, whether you're talking about focusing on, on you know, a, a more focused thing on Elsa Bloodstone or man thing or werewolf by Hellstorm. night blade would say again hellstorm yeah yeah right 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 hellstrom or whatever like you know there's like there's all types of characters like you could do a little mini scarlet witch thing if you mini really wanted to like some mutants, once they get mutants fully like into the SE, they could do a mutant halloween special I mean, look, there's, yeah, right, because, like, when you just talk about, like, right, uh, it, it's so funny because even over the course of this past weekend, I had somebody talking to me about Jubilee as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it wasn't like, Jay? Huh? It wasn't Jay? No, it was not It was not Jay. It was, it was uh, actually, actually at, at the cabin. Oh. And so... Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, right, but it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, yeah, like, somebody else that wasn't Jay was, like, oh, yeah, she's she's a vampire, or she used to be a vampire, right? And I'm, like, yeah, she did 
In fact, used to be a vampire. And, you know, somebody else was, like, chiming in, like, you know, because they thought I was wearing a T-shirt that had Jubilee on it. And somebody was like, wait, is that Jubilee or is that Rogue? And I'm like, no, it's, it's definitely Jubilee. You know, but, you know, hey, it happens. But, yeah. What so you can do, but you wearing that they don't know the difference between Jubilee and Rogue? It was the... Uh, I, need, I need to see that picture, because... Well, you've seen it. You've it's seen the... It. Yeah, it's the it's the shirt that Lucas drew. I don't with, remember what you wear. I don't look at you like that. Eyes up here least, is what I do. You could, you could at least let me finish the sentence before you tell me you don't remember. Okay, but I'm still not going to remember. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I know you're going to say you don't remember. I know, <laughs> like, I know that. But no, it's the one that's the... Wolverine and Jubilee, but in the um, w- w- that's in the pose of uh, the Outcast Equimini album, and so Jubilee is like her her she has her hands out and her head is like kind of up and tilted, so you don't really honestly get to see her face quite as prominent as prominently right as as you would normally, but. If you know what Jubilee wears, then you're like, okay, that's Jubilee. But, you know, if you're like a more casual kind of superhero person, you would be like, oh, I don't know. Is that Rogue or is that Jubilee? You know, it's like, so that's why. So, but it's it's a great shirt. I love that shirt. The Like, the sad fact of the matter is, it's like, I actually um, spilt, or not spilt, but had like a little bit of a bleach splash on that shirt. And so I can't wear it like out because it has like a bleach stain on it, and I'm like, just I hate it. Throw more bleach on it and call it tie dye. I can't do that. I'm gonna do that. It's gonna bleach bleach the picture. No, because the picture is a different material than the cotton. Is it? I don't know if that's true. Or technically, you can mask off the picture and then tighten it, like tighten it up, and just squirt bleach on it with a spray bottle. And then undo yeah, it yeah. and have it be like a design. I'm gonna do like this uh, metal shirts, and it's actually really faded. You can't tell because my contrast settings are are pretty good. Right. Uh, it's like charcoal gray now, so I figure I'm just gonna turn it into a, a tie dye shirt. Shout out to is, Jay. That's that the picture. Not, that is not a. <sighs> it's not a what? Hey, that, that's obviously Jubilee. I don't know how anybody could look at her. And listen, say, oh, Oz, Oz, listen, Oz, listen. I need you to like get out of gatekeeper mode. Get out of gatekeeper mode and get get into who's, who's the friggin... guy next to her? Is that Catman? <laughs> see, see, exactly. And this and this is why <laughs> we can't have nice things. That, that's how it feels because like when you say, Oh, is that rogue? Like, come I'm on. just dude, I'm just saying, like, get into normie mode. Like, somebody might look at that and be like, Oh, and I'm not saying I agree. Look, I'm not saying. You're wrong. I agree. Yeah. It's obviously Jubilee as well. Like, first of all, it doesn't even make sense for Wolver or Rogue to be standing next to Wolverine. Well, he's like bad that. both of them. So he's too he old. She's too old for Wolverine. Jubilee. Look, or for, Rogue? First of all, wait, first of all, like, for, wait, first, first of, of all, like Wolverine has not had sex with Rogue or Jubilee. That's number one. I mean if Wolverine has sex with a lot of women. Kid. It wasn't Logan. I know. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Counts. Whatever. My Get out of here. You know what? Too. Look, is it time to end the show? Not yet. Yeah, God damn. You we gotta talk about me. 
You actually type. reminded me of when you talked about streaming services. Uh, another thing that came out of New York Comic Con was a preview of Mindy Kaling's Velma show. Right. Yeah. And, what, is that uh, on Paramount Plus? Jay, are you just going to leave us at the two hour mark? No. Yeah, yeah. Then you should have talk, talked about that earlier. Let's go into. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, listen, Jay, you need to at least say bye to the people before you go. No, I'm just going to bounce. Yeah, no, Jimmy, don't but, be like, yeah. but no, I'm bouncing. But yeah, they do show that scary, um, comic book. review, scary, comic book. like review, <laughs> well, not, not like <laughs> go ahead, Jay. The show's falling uh, apart. We also got we got a first look of Velma or at a uh, Daphne, Freddie, and Norbert. So now, what is that all about? Wait, wait, listen, Jay, keep it quick. Is, is it Norbert or Norville? Norville, I, I meant okay, Norville. right. That's Eddie Murphy's. What is it? Well, it's no, that's Nor that is Norbert, which Jay said initially, which shows that Jay watches Norbert. black stuff. Really, really? okay, <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I'm saying is this. Why, like, that's obviously a black version of Shaggy. So why do they just not call it Shaggy? It'd be racist. Uh, they're going for something a little different. And, yeah, Shaggy's name is Norville. Like, that's his Shaggy's actual name. Oh, his actual name is Norville? I didn't know that. Norville Shaggy Rogers. Yeah, Shaggy's yeah. his nickname. So, yeah. That, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Never mind, then. No, that's fair. That's interesting. I did not know that. Okay, anyway, let's get on to Creep Show. Jay, since, Jay. since you're going to mess around and try to friggin' stealth us, why don't you tell us what you thought of Creep Show issue one? Well, I didn't hear any opinion about that Mindy Kaling thing. Like, oh, going to bring it up. I want to hear his opinion. Like, okay, Jay, what do you think about Mindy Kaling and the friggin' Scooby Doo with no Scooby Doo? Apparently, uh, they were told, like, they were trying to move away from the dog anyway, which I thought was weird. But apparently, someone from the studio was like, no, you can't have Scooby. Like, you just can't have him. And so. Why can't you have everybody else but Scooby? Uh, why? What, well, like, I guess what I'm trying to get at, Jay. How do you feel about this coming out? You're gonna like it. You're excited about it. Like you brought it oh, up. I want to hear what you what what you think about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Okay. Um, I'm I'm very excited, despite Mindy Kaling. Everything, yeah. Like I'm I'm really excited. It looks good. Um, but here's the thing: Mindy Kaling could be a good Velma. Like just in general, like. There's not a lot of like I feel like Mindy Kaling could make a good Velma, like without like like I'm saying if you're talking about like a standard Scooby Doo s series, and they're like we're casting Mindy Kaling as Velma. No, it's perfect. Like She's she could, perfect. Yeah. yeah, she could make a good white Velma. Yeah, yeah. it honestly would have broken a lot of would have broken barriers for her to play a white Velma, but they decided to go against that. Like. 
They don't care about breaking barriers. They just want to do their own thing. <laughs> well, well, Jay. It's a, it's a vanity I, project. It, it, she, she's self-inserting in, herself. In defense, Jay, a, a Velma of color is also breaking a barrier. Is it that? No, it's just being weird for the sake of being weird. Oh, see. Okay, well, I think I would respectfully disagree, and we can move on to Creep Show. <laughs> well, no, I have Wait, more questions. I mean, oh, I don't have to, okay. look, I'm not on the tight two schedule. <laughs> Jay brought okay, it up. Hey, I, hey, I have ask, more questions right here. Ask the questions you want to ask, Mo. So Go ahead, there's, Mo. There's no dog in it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm okay with that. It's but I'll be like, honest. Look, what are they calling it? Velma. Velma. It's and literally it, the Velma show. Like it's Velma. But, why is everybody else in it but the dog? Right. And why is it or called is Velma it, even though everybody else is in it? It's gonna be called Mystery. Velma. Uh, she's the main. Daphne is the rival. Uh, Norville's the friend. I forgot what Freddy's role is. I think he might be a love interest. And you say you're excited about this? An adult? Scooby-Doo? Yes. All right. excited because they're going to kill kids in it. Like, there's murder and blood. Which, which is why I'm surprised he doesn't want to talk about Creepshow. <laughs> no, I, I, I do. I'm, I just... I, Forgot about it. You reminded me. Next time, don't remind me. Look, I, I don't know what I said. You said streaming service. Like, we literally said well, New York Comic Con and news coming out of New York Comic Con. And Jay was just no like, one says Wait. streaming service. Streaming oh, what service. What like, services are going to be on? It's he's like, obviously. Oh, obviously. That means I got to hurry up and finish Primal before it leaves. Just and then forget <laughs> get that, right? Uh, I'm really canceling my subscription. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, not that I have anything against it. I just why can't I keep why can't I keep procrastinating on Blade Runner Black Lotus? You know. Anyway, right. that's point. That's for the next. Is that uh, where you're watching Housing Complex C? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's so good. The second episode is fucking amazing. <laughs> like the series itself is really, really good. Um, but you know, we're not reviewing that right now. Right. We're it reviewing creep show. And technically I can delay the show as long as I have questions about Velma. And so I can't talk about housing complex But with that, we'll we'll just go into creep show because it is about killing kids, just like how housing complex C. Oh, I, gotta <laughs> I agree. Huh? I play the music again or no? No, 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 that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Creep Show issue one, um, it is the return of the Creep Show comic after many moons, right? It's not. It's the only oh. Creep Show comic. It's the I'm only sure Creep Show comic. Yeah, it it's is. It's the only Creep Show comic that's ever existed after many moons. It is. But, uh, the movie, the 1980-something the movie uh, was based on a comic that didn't exist. And then they published a comic companion to it that is basically the stories of the movie in comic book form. And then this is the first original comic since the movie came out. Wait, wait. So there was a Creepshow comic? 
Yeah, but it wasn't like it, it's not like Tales from the Crypt where they made a show about a comic, and then you know you go find your comics. Like they didn't th- when they made Creep Show the movie, a comic didn't exist. But but then after Creep Show the movie, there was a comic. Technically, yes, but it wasn't original. It was just the the stories redone and drawn. Oh, so yeah. then this Creep Show Volume Two. Maybe I don't know. It may not be. It may. Yeah. It probably isn't. It's probably creep show volume one. Yeah, I would consider it a volume one. Right. It's like because saying that's a volume... movie adaptation comic. Right. Like it's saying like like Aladdin the novel was a a, a book that Aladdin the movie isn't based on that book, but there's a book. There's an Aladdin novel technically. Yeah. Wait. There's an Aladdin novel. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Creep <laughs> okay. yeah, so Show, Volume 1, Issue 1. Huh? It takes place in China, not Arabia. Aladdin? Yeah. The novel? Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I didn't read it that way. Hey, what were your thoughts on Creep Show, Issue 1? Oh, it was so much scarier than Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales. Um... <laughs> Yeah, just no one asked you that, Jake. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, for a horror comic, it like between the two, this one was hands down the scarier uh, book. Um, Okay, it is. I thought it was really great. Like, you see people doing dumb shit, and then they get punished for it, right? um, In classic horror fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's like I, I do like that one kid. Like he's dumb, like because he didn't eat both candy bars. Like he could have put back the uneaten one, but he tries to throw up the one he ate instead. It's like that's not gonna work. <laughs> I think his fate. I think his fate was sealed with taking the two. Just taking. Oh yeah, it was. But I mean, yeah. if you're gonna try to fix it, you don't do it with the one you already ate. Like, you put it, you put the one you didn't eat back, and then you try to get away, and then you can't because it's a creep show. Now, and I thought the second story was actually what was it? Fun, interesting. I don't know, but it did end up with a lot of death. Kind of. I mean, they came back, but it was good still, even though there was a lower body count. Well, uh, it kind of talks to the humor a little bit of the book where it's kind of like Creepshow does this a lot. You know, we've watched the series where it's kind of like the victims are learning a lesson, more or less, you know? And Mm -hmm. in that second story, the victim was the monster. Because he fucked with a kid in a divorced family. <laughs> like, that kid's the weapon, you know? Um, and, you know, we've seen this shit happen in real life where it's like they use the kid as leverage and for selfish reasons and, and, and vindictive reasons and everything. And it's like this monster didn't know what was coming to him, <laughs> you know? Right. And mm-hmm. so that, that was like a weird twist. On, it's a similar uh, motif to what Creepshow does. But it is a uh, 
a, a twist on it that was a little interesting. The art, I, you know, Jay, what did you like? Did, how'd you like the art? Jay? Uh, for the first story, I, I liked it. Um, they do a good job with the gore and the maiming. Uh, the second one, not as good, but still, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was appropriate. Now, Jay, we're coming up a two, two, the two, uh, type two mark, man. In case uh, you don't say good vitals, shit, I think you should just read it now, unless you got something else to say about the this book. Um, I would say I really enjoyed it. Like I, I, I loved the book. I, I thought it was really great. And as a bonus, there's a preview for another book that is equally as awesome. And yeah. so, because uh, I read that book and I was like, oh my God, like, so good. So, so a dark ride. So that was the basically, what if Walt Disney was like, killed his wife and made a deal with the devil? I think that's what actually happened. And some people say. <laughs> um now okay so that that's okay so that and that make now now that you put it that way that story makes a lot more sense because i at first i felt like the way the book went it was interesting because you get the two stories then you get the 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 letters column intro for first issues with greg nicotero tells you how much he loves it and then you get mm -hmm. that i'm like man they gave you a third story but they did it after the letters thing. That's a guaranteed way I'll read the letters thing. And, <laughs> you know, and then it didn't really end that story. And then you get right. an ad for Dark Ride. Like the cover for Dark Ride didn't look to me like it fit <laughs> that story. I so I, I, I felt like that was a third story that was just like meant to creep you out without an ending. Like the, the not mm -hmm. ending was creepy. But now that you put it that way, that you actually read Dark Ride, a good, good pre production, Jay. <laughs> like <laughs> I, now I know now, now I'm really in on Dark Ride because I was in just with the cover. So right. uh, so now, now that I know that's the preview, like I, I'm all in. I, yeah, I felt I the same way Mo did. Yeah. It didn't it didn't occur to me that that was like all the same thing. Like usually they have a border around the previews. Uh you know, usually you know, in the bigger publishers but image usually does that too. Like, and now a preview of the you know, I feel like they've done that with like with die and and I remember the preview for I love die for the yeah the preview for um the gods one what's that shit called the wicked and the divine like I remember oh the yeah had a border around it you know yeah wicked and the divine is good well they they kind of do it after the story yeah they say like it's available. But yeah, it does just go from the letters page to that. Yeah. Right. Right. But so Jay, way, once you see the letters page, you know it's the end in theory, but I just felt they're trying right. something different today. <laughs> right. 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 So Jay, before you friggin' disappear, you want you got any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts? No. Oh wait, yes I do. Um I believe Gary Duggan might be my favorite creator at the moment. Um, Why? Because he, he hit me up. Like, 
Um, he he got sick, not from COVID, but uh, he had like a really bad cold and flu. He had to leave New York Comic Con early, and I was like, "Oh, get well soon." And he like hit me up. He's like, "Hey, Jay, thanks. Uh, I'm sorry I missed you. Like, yeah, I got a really bad cold. Like, I'm sorry I missed you." I'm like, man, he didn't have to do all that. Like, he could have just liked it and like went on, but he like hit me up. Put my name in it like did you send them the link to my video that i did for his 420 comic <laughs> yes he did yeah. yes he did moses he like what yeah. what did you what <laughs> it was a tight two jay had to go damn he's contractually obligated I guess so. That's yeah, rough. Could have exactly two, huh? This one was this one was mid sentence. That was perfect timing, too. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, I, man! Look, Joe's never gonna find out that I, my next comic book review is the Halloween special. That's the sequel to that 420 special. Oh, that geez. is my Gary Dugan. It's not. It's not Gary. It's Jerry. It's a G. That's Gary. Right. It's G E R R Y. That's Gary. I have a client. It's, it's, I have a client. His name is Jerry. Is Gary with a G? Like he says, no. Uh, it, it's spelled the same, and he goes, "It's Gary." Uh, with, listen. There's no Gary without a G. Every Gary is G. Oh, no, but he no. says is is Gary with a E R Y. Like okay, but is it two E's? No, it's. Two I mean, I'm sorry. Is it two R's? It's two R's. So this one's name is Gary, but with G E R R Y. Yeah, he goes. It's pronounced Gary. Nah. Gary with one R is just Sleepy Gary. I don't know what that means. Because you don't watch Rick and Morty. Or listen to Howard Stern. I, I watch Rick and Morty. Then you know who Sleepy Gary is. Like literally, like in the last episode, he's like, Oh, I don't have a, a, a gag reflex thanks to Sleepy Gary. And even he was imaginary. Jerry. No, Jerry had a friend named Sleepy Gary. And because of his friend Sleepy Gary, he doesn't have a gag reflex because he snobbed his fucking cock. All That's crazy. Jerry. They're all Jerry's. No, Sleepy Gary was Sleepy Gary. Oz, you know Sleepy Gary, right? I thought that was just him, but sleepwalking. No, his name was Sleepy Gary. Everybody calls him Sleepy Gary. And they call him Not Sleepy Rick and Morty. In, no, in Rick and Morty, they call him Sleepy Gary. They don't call him Jerry? No, Sleepy Gary's a whole different person. It's an imaginary friend when the parasite that made imaginary characters, he made an imaginary character for Jerry, and it was Sleepy Gary. He was a guy in his little, like, camisole. Okay, and that guy's name was G-E-R-R-Y? I don't know if his name, I assume G it was. but G-A-R-Y. Yeah, but either way, his name is Sleepy Gary. And you don't okay, even, but but that's not spelled like Jerry Duggan. I I don't know that. I I just found out that now. I assumed it was spelled like that. 
like Gary Duggan. Jerry! Like Gary Dugan. No. You know what? I'm just going to punch you next time I see you. Why? Why? That's, I've been calling Gary Dugan since the Deadpool days. That's what I've been calling him. That's what I called him in my video that Jay... You've been wrong all this time! Well, let him tell me. Like, he told Jay, like, thank you for my sneeze. Like, <laughs> thank you for the blessing to my sneeze. I, I agree. Yeah. I need... Listen... Jerry Duggan, if you're out there, I need you to correct one Gary of us, Dugan, whether it's me or Moses. I don't care which one. Gary, let Dugan, us know. Tell me what what your how you say your name. Gary Dugan. Jerry. But yeah, Dugan. Sleepy Gary. Sleepy Gary is my favorite because he's a Howard Stern reference. Wow, it's type in Sleepy Gary, and there is a lot of Jerry Sleepy Gary. Uh, we'll just say illustrations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said, like, thanks to Sleepy Gary, I don't have a gag reflex anymore. He said that yeah. last episode. I, I was just thinking of the Knight family from this season, but oh, this was like way back with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. like season two. Yeah, poopy booby head, butthead, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was uh like you would love it. It's, it's Mr. Poopy Butthole's origin. Yeah, no, I, I remember the I remember the episode now that I'm actually seeing like yeah. images from the show. I see. I wish Jay was here. If Jay could, you know, I don't know, fucking take a nap before the show or something, maybe we could, we could, he could have cleared this up. Also, too, just just for reference, like Jerry Duggan is the Gary Dugan current is a current writer of X Men. Yeah, I know. So, well, I mean, just saying, we should like that's an important comic. So, you know, I I, too. Yeah, it's okay. It's not as good as this Halloween special coming up on Image. Or is it? No, it's not. Like that shit. Okay. Like, did you read that 420 special? America, no. the secret war uh, uh, of uh, uh, war on weed. America's secret war on weed. Mm-mm. Amazing. I mean, okay. I'm just saying, X Men though. Look, this is Nuke. So imagine the character who smoked weed and mellowed out and decided not to kill people. That'd be cool. That's what that issue is. And now he's taking on Halloween. I thought I was going to be a year, like how we talked about Werewolf by Night, like, man, if they just do this every every Halloween, like, that'd be tight. When I reviewed that, if you had watched my video, um, you know, how am I going to expect the, the, the people to subscribe and like if you don't even do it? You don't even support what me. What video? I'm subscribed already, but... No, it, and I probably... You came out or what? It came out on 420. My review of that book. Like, how, how, can, oh. how can strangers support me if you won't support me? Yeah? I don't know what to tell you, man. I might have been high. I apologize. Uh, you weren't high. You just got high this weekend for the first time. I was high already. I was like... I was spiritually high. But anywho, like, yeah, so now they're doing a Halloween one of that with the same character. And I was hoping, I thought it it was, I was, I was looking forward to it be a yearly thing and now it turned out to be a bi-yearly thing. There you go. Wishes do come true. You know, I I should have assumed because Gary Dugan has two R's and two G's on it. So that means twice a year. It repeats. (laughs) Makes sense. I'm with you. The same fragment of time it repeats itself twice right so creep show what are you drinking seven moons i told you about that 
You did. I like that. That's awesome. That's a cool ass bottle. Oh, there you go. It's a cool ass bottle. Emily, anyway, wait. Finish it. Wait, what? What kind of alcohol is that? It's wine, red wine. It's a Fancy, red. Blue they have a white. They have Fancy a white. Fancy money, mo. Huh? Oh, that's racist. A white. Well, like, I mean, you can't might. be. It can't be fancy because you're drinking out the bottle. So, no, no, it, it is. It is somewhat fancy. I mean, it's the year isn't, but it is. I mean, it's only two years aged, but you got to drink it out of glass. I did. The really? bottle's glass. Yeah. <laughs> the bottle's glass. Yeah, yeah realistically, <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> The show, that's the so funny. It's better on camera if I drink straight out the bottle. Like that's how I've done everything because it just looks like otherwise it's just I'm not so I'm not saying it's not better that you drink out the bottle. I agree. Like drinking out the bottle is 100 percent more in the Moses Magnum motif. It's more in the regular like that's that's authentic. Yeah. I got a whole bottle of Buchanan's. I'm gonna drink it out the bottle next show. So there yeah. you go. And that's like I'm saying. It can be both authentic and not fancy. Hashtag not sponsored. But if you would like us to drink your product on the air, go ahead and right. Ahead we'll up. drink it right out the bottle. <laughs> well, that's how you. That's like product placement. You gotta show the bottle. Right. Yeah. How you Blame know? How you know? Damn, Mo's out here getting I deals on his own. Get, I didn't get the split. That's how I know. Oh, like, where's the check? Look, you I, can at least do the, the three-way split since Jay left. <laughs> you know, he's like, nah. It's like, all, it's all money be, magnum. You ain't even got to be honest. Like, oh, they only gave me four bucks. Here's your dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, woohoo! Anyway. Sponsored by Emily. <laughs> Sponsored by Emily. So, Creep Show. Oz, how do you feel that? about Creep Show? We we listen. We didn't finish. Can we finish? We can, can we finish. Play, hold on. Do we play the theme? No. Yeah, <laughs> we play the theme. No. Listen, Oz. All you need to do is tell me what you thought of Creep Show, and then we can move on. Uh, it was a fine tales. You got it, Dirty Larry. <laughs> it was a fine tales from the crypt book. Can I ask y'all real quick? No. Does the Creep Show guy have a name? Is the creep. Is it really the creep? The creep, yeah. Damn, that doesn't work as good. Damn, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? You want to be the creep keeper? No, absolutely like, not. I mean, when you have like, what's the one? The the because Dark the had had, one, had a horror one too where oh, eerie. It's it's like Uncle or they had Creepy magazine, and it, it's Uncle Creepy is the guy. Uncle Creepy. Is better than the creep. Yeah, but the creep is a better host and looks better. Like, no, no, I'm I'm not talking about like the. Okay. I, I'm just talking about names specifically. Okay. Like, like if Creep Show had that character and his name was Uncle Creepy, that would be more. I feel like I would have known it. Yeah. But the creep, yeah, it just feels very generic, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I feel like the design of the character is fantastic. Like that's the, you, can, you can blame the genius Stephen King for that. Wait, Stephen King came up with the creep. Yeah, Stephen King created Creep Show. Damn, he created Listen. Creep Show, and um, it was him and George Romero, the guy that created Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, 
No, so no, I, I know who George Romero is. Together, <laughs> they did Creep Show, and he actually formed me, like, he's like, I want the uh, the Creep to host it, you know, because the Creep Show. And That's crazy. So, who 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 came up with, with uh, Tales from the Crypt? That was way back in the day, and that was, um, I forget the guy's name, but it was one of the old old guys in comics, like the guy that hired Stan Lee's uncle. <laughs> you know, damn, that's it crazy. Like those guys, it's just it, it's just crazy because it's like Tales from the Crypt, obviously, like like the Tales from the Crypt and the Crypt Keeper, yeah, are super iconic. Yeah, both of them, but yeah. we don't know who made those up, right? But Creep Show was made by friggin' George Romero and Stephen King. Yeah, but and, and if. Tales from the Crypt didn't have any live action things and they were in limbo when Creepshow came out. So anybody that had read Tales from the Crypt as a kid or anything like that, the closest thing they got to that was Creepshow when the movie came out. Mm. So the Tales from the Crypt TV show with the Creep Keeper comes yeah. out after... It Creep came out like in the maybe late 80s, early 90s, if not just the early 90s. But but after Creep Show. Yeah, like by 10 years at least. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So so because Tales of the Tales from the Crypt maybe had a little bit more brand recognition just because of the comic. Right. And maybe they did their thing a little bit better. From the TV well, perspective, what, what happened was uh, EC Comics was in limbo, and up until that point, and then that's when uh, DC started um, bought EC Comics and mm -hmm. Mad Magazine and all those. Or I think they already that's... had Mad Magazine, but they—that's when they bought EC's catalog, so they were able to print and put stuff out and reprints, which they didn't do. Uh, but they had a vault of stuff, so you would sell them. Like I remember, like going through the Diamond catalog when we we're doing the weekly orders when we we're selling comics, and I would mm -hmm. want like they had Tales from the Crypt comics. I was already a fan because as a little kid, I was fans of the cartoon Tales from the Crypt. Oh, and, it was a cartoon. Yeah, there's an animated series, and then there That's was before the Creep Show the movies. It was after the Creep Show movies. All that came out. Uh -oh, once, okay. Once Warner Brothers bought EC. Uh, uh, EC comic stuff that's when all that that's when you get like the Bordello Blood movie the TV, the the HBO show and the cartoon but they would be give you the comics but it was original prints that they would sell for like a hundred bucks so I'm like trying to get an issue and like from a from the distributor I gotta pay a hundred bucks for it yeah that's crazy instead of reprinting anything yeah right right that's wild that's really wild yeah Damn, yeah, that's that's really interesting because I'm just saying, like, I just feel like, and you know, again, I'm not a big horror person, so I don't have like the history as far as following all this stuff. But when I think of Tales from the Crypt, that feels iconic to me. Yeah, and when I think of Creep Show, it's like I think of Creep Show almost as like it's the thing that comes after Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, but like a based on what you're telling me, it does, but only from the comic, not from the right. show. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is from a from a like the standpoint like especially like someone that's a horror person that's not a horror person 
Like I wasn't reading Tales from the Crypt as a comic book. I knew it existed. But I think of like Tales from the Crypt more so like the TV show and they also had movies, right? Yeah, yeah, they had two movies. Right. So and, I think of it from those perspectives, but yeah. what you're telling me is Creep Show predates all that. Yeah. But I think of I think of Creep Show as the knockoff. Well, yeah, in the original Creep Show movie or story, it's based on like they had the comic the Creep Show comic in there, yeah. which was uh at a, like their Tales from the Crypt, because Tales from the Crypt the comic was out. It's a complicated story. Well, that's what I was telling you. Like, so yeah, yeah. EC Comics had Tales from the Crypt. It had uh, uh, Tales to Astonish. All these right. things, uh, uh, you know, like the House of Mystery type stuff. Right. That DC was doing. It took from when it, uh, it took ownership from, or it was DC's answer to that in that era. Um, right. So the they couldn't use Tales from the Crypt for the movie Creep, so they made right. Creep. And they made everything. They made the creep. They designed the creep. They designed yeah. The, even like the bumpers. Like the bumpers is a little kid reading a comic in, right. in the because I actually have the the creep show original from the eighties comic. And yeah, that comic they don't even do the bumper with the little kid reading the comic because you're essentially they made it so that you're reading the comic that the little kid was reading. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and look. That all makes sense where I'm like, now, because you all informed me of the actual history. But it's just wild just because it's like, it kind of just goes to show where it's like, sometimes it doesn't matter about, like, like, like it's almost like a marketing thing where it's like, it doesn't matter what actually predated what. Like, I think of Tales from the Crypt, like, I knew Tales from the Crypt was a comic, but I also think of it as a TV show. And I think of that TV show predating Creep Show, but Creep Show actually came first as a movie, yeah, and and has like these big names behind it. But again, it's just because, and I know this is because I'm not dialed in as a horror person. I know people that know horror followed this history and have a different understanding of it. But it's like almost like I'm coming at it almost like from a layperson perspective. Uh oh, 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 okay. Oh, stuff went out and came back on. Oh, it's coming for me. God damn it. Look, you know what? Show's over. Let's play this wrap-up music. Sorry. <laughs> wrap it up, god damn. Listen, <laughs> let me turn some lights on in this bitch. <laughs> Uh-oh, Moses froze. Oh, okay. I was like, you froze up for a second, Mo. I was like, uh-oh. It's all going wrong. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bar and be around <laughs> some people. <laughs> like, I can't look. Can't mess around and be here on my own talking about some scary stuff. <laughs> anyway, what do y'all want to talk about? Let's go real quick so we can end. <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. Like, yeah, we, look, we, look, we don't got to talk to no more. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, glad I didn't spit on my computer. <laughs> That's how you messed it up last time, huh? <laughs> I'm pretty sure where I'm just like, God damn it. But yeah, man. But I would just—I just find that real interesting because, like, because like until you all are telling me, I like I did, I, I, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that history like that because it's not something that I like pay attention to, and so I'm like, oh, okay. So now, now that I know, it puts it all in a different perspective. But the, I the feel history, like there's a really good like coffee table book, and it's put out by the EC people now that the EC people 
can actually do it. And it, it has like a lot of that stuff. But one of the like even predating the civil rights movement, like they got banned. And it's one of the like the seduction of the innocent type where, where they use it as an example. Um mm-hmm. they, they do a sci-fi story because they also have perversions of science, which was a tales of the crypt, but more sci-fi. Um mm-hmm. but I, and the they they got fined by like the government and shit like that, and they sued by these like public interest groups at the time because they had a black astronaut. <laughs> so the whole story. <laughs> The whole story, you don't know that it's a black person because he's he's stuck in space, kind of like uh, that movie with Sandra Bullock, you know. But he like he's mm-hmm. narrating everything, and you just see him with the with the helmet. And then when when he finally like at the end when he's like fuck it, and he just takes off his helmet, it's a black guy, and they're like, you know, I, this was before people actually went to space, and it's like. You're showing people in space, and it's a black person, you know. So They're like, people, nah. people went nuts, and they told them like, "You can't print this. You can't." And they printed it. They didn't give a fuck, you know, because oh, the guy wow. that said it's like, "It doesn't matter." Like, you know, they're like, and, "It's too horrific." Well, and that's that's his thing. It's like if they're horrified by this, then I did better than I thought I would. <laughs> like, I didn't, <laughs> you know. And he printed. He didn't give a fuck. And it was that was the dad, not even the the guy that took over. That was I think that was the dad that said. Wow. And then so the kid ran it with his that mentality. It's like if my dad did that, then I can do this. And that that's where he started. And that's tales from the crypt. That yeah, that's tales from the crypt. Yeah. Wow. That one might have been perversion science, but it's in the EC like comics. Like yeah, like everybody read those because they had like murder. They had like murder mysteries. They had um, femme fatalities, like little anthologies for different things. Kind of essentially what uh, Investigation Discovery does now as a business is what EC Comics was doing back then. You know, except that, that, you know, Investigation Discovery uses uh, that real cases, you know, but little anthology shows of, of stuff. So you have like, you know, ghost history or american haunting you know and but in in dc comics you had all that but it was people creating it uh based on what they wanted to see printed in comics right right yeah man so uh, look let's talk about creep show and like you know like at the very least like if you i don't know if y'all want to talk about it we can do it but if y'all just want to rate it we can do that but at the very least let's do that because I, i guess yeah look I, I like the uh, the the first story. I love the art, everything. That's why I made yeah. the little montage. The second one, I like the story more than the art, and it definitely mm. is worth reading. Issue one is out of print. It, it actually sold quick, and it's partly because of, of you know it's Skybound, so it, it, it's a uh, uh, what's it? Um, Robert Kirkman's company. Oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, it's a lower print run for one, but it's Robert Kirkman. The show has actually gotten a, a, a good amount of, of viewership on Shudder, and they play it oh, on. They the have a new creep show show too. They, they, yeah, they've been doing. They had like the the little specials. They have three seasons, and it's picking. Oh, up, I didn't like, even know that. Yeah, people still watch it, and they play it on AMC Plus and AMC as well. Uh, you just get it first on Shudder if you have Shudder, and. So the, you got that, and it's Greg Nicotero. Greg Nicotero. I mean, he worked yeah. on 
Day of the Dead, and he, mm-hmm. he worked on you know Walking Dead, and mm-hmm. he you know he's tied into all this. So he he takes uh, with the show he takes meticulous care for with Walking Dead. I, I assume he does. He does. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I haven't. Wa- I only watched half of it. But even the decisions I didn't like, I didn't like them just because I like comics. I, right. I think it, you know watching them again it, it, with the new more evolved me. I, I might enjoy some of it a little more. I, I know I love right. The Walking Dead. I love that. Right. <laughs> so, um, and, and that Greg Nicotero really took care of like putting good people to work on this book because it's just, it's his second baby. He looks at it like yeah. a second baby. I, I feel uh, like the show. You know, he didn't look at, at, at Walking Dead that way, but he looked at Creep Show like that, and he looks at this <laughs> like that, and, and it shows. I mean, he got fucking uh, Paul Dini that first story yeah. that I showed you, like that's Paul Dini with Big Dick Steve Langford, like <laughs> uh, Steve Langford has a huge penis. Like, I don't know if, I, mean, it, if I don't know if he's that Steve Langford. I know. That the guy that was doing news for Howard Stern has a huge penis. So I, 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 I I'm not saying it. you're wrong. I'm just saying, why do we have to bring it up? Because it's hilarious. And if you're a Howard Stern fan, you're going to get a chuckle. Got it. Yeah. And uh, how, do you, you know, how do you feel about Langford's penis size? You're muted. Yeah, um, I I no could, one yeah, can hear you. Don't worry, Oz. You can mute. We'll, we'll fill in the words. He's like, I love it. <laughs> I could take it or leave it. <laughs> but you can't take it. You don't know that. I mean, you just said. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can. <laughs> no, but anyway, continue, Bob. Sorry. But yeah, overall, it's a five out of five. Like, it's the perfect like feel for a creep show like story like you know and i felt that with mm-hmm. the tv show too like they just give you good stories with a good uh lesson at the end and i think that mm-hmm. I, that that when you talk about you don't know the history and all these like when you watch creep show uh creep show 2 um creep show the show a lot of it it does have these lessons like mm-hmm. you're watching people suffer but they're not 100 percent innocent half the time mm-hmm. like and, and i know like tales from the crypt kind of did that but I feel like Creepshow does it better, and in this mm. comic, does it like even if they're little kids, like he like yeah. even when he says it, like he says he should. He's the one that wanted to do the right thing, and he still didn't do it. Like he deserves it more, right? Because yeah. and that was that was hardcore. I agree. It was hardcore, and then you see the picture of the kid with his eyes taken out and his intestines. Yeah, and it's a little kid, but it's like yeah. You know, I I actually it, for me it hurt because you know that's always the. The, the disappointment speech I always got was like, you should know better. Like, you're not your brothers. You're not on drugs. Like, mm-hmm. you should be acting like this. And it's like, well, what the fuck? But I'm still, you know, and, and I hated that. Like, to me, that was terrifying. Like, hearing those words from my, my teachers and my mom, <laughs> it was fucking terrifying. And uh, seeing it here, it, it's like, damn, they, 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 they know how to terrify me, <laughs> you know? Right. How did you feel, Larry, when um I, I'll put the video up again? Uh, because I know like I thought of you when I read it, like just switching uh 
so there was this part right here, like you know, the little sh look of terror on the kid's face, and then, yeah. and then it you know it turns around and, and you just see like that, like that, yeah. that eyes. Yeah, that was no good for me. How about the last page? Like, oh, this this panel right here, I loved was like when the dim October sun. Like, I know they're drawing it for me, and I know the you know the fall the sun looks different when it rises but the way right. that it's written is so poetic and and that's yeah. the, that's the creep talking like that adds a whole ambiance and then i asked the question did i i did it right you know like and then it turns into the last page yeah there like how how was that for you i mean as soon as i saw the the previous page with like the like over the shoulder shot, I was like, oh, no, that kid didn't make it. And, <laughs> you know, there was a part of me that was like, maybe his people, his friends are there, or his quote-unquote friends. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, because, like, technically is one of those things, like, you can't technically get that over the shoulder shot <laughs> without the, without seeing the the friend. So, but it's an artistic thing, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, okay. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, they didn't make it, <laughs> you know. And but it was a good story, like I, like, and that's the, what it boils down to, right? Where I'm like, I thought it was a real good story. I was like bummed out by the ending because you know I don't like to see people like get all mutilated and suffering and stuff. But it, it was a good story, and I understand, I understood why everything happened that happened. So. You know, and I know there's like you have a criticism for horror movies, like you generally don't think they have good stories. I don't, and, yeah, I don't. And when it comes to movies, like I agree with you, there's few that yeah. do. You have to watch yeah. a lot of them to get to the yeah. ones that do, yeah. But in comics, you're, yeah, you're like, no, I feel comics like, is different, yeah. And this one is even like it sets the bar a whole other level. Like this, this particular yeah. story for me feels it holds another level. And then um, the design for the creep is a really, yeah, good, really good design. Because in the movie, it doesn't look that great. And in the show, they kind mm. of follow that as part of the, the motif that it looks kind of corny. And mm -hmm. with comic art, you let the artist do his thing. And, and, and that, it's really last, that last picture of the creep, yeah. I think it's tattooed. No, it, 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 it's really good. It looks so and, good. And it is one of those things, too, where it's like you can tell the difference between the art for the creep in that first story versus the second story. Even though I feel like the the second story's art, like I know you all weren't as big of a fan of it. I personally did actually like the art in the second story, but the the creep itself was not as good in the second story to me as in the first story from an art perspective. And so I was just like, oh, like, you know, it is what it is, but you know, yeah. Oz, what what about you, man? What do you think? Because I know we kind of been talking. What do you mean? What do I think? Just, okay. I mean, so, about the, the story in general, because I don't. I feel like you haven't gotten that much, it was, much chance to talk it, about it. Was, it. it was entertaining. It wasn't scary, but it was entertaining. Yeah. It's you know, it's like those classic tales from the crypt or uh, outer limits or. You know, do whatever, but gorier because it's supposed to be hard, right? And and I feel like 
that kind of goes back to Moses' story, or I'm sorry, Moses' comment, where he was like, the story is on point in horror comics. And I do feel the big reason why that's the case is because they understand, or at least most people understand, like they're not going to be able to, to generate the same type of fear response in a comic form as they would in movie or television, you know? So they have to have like a more solid story for it to be like you for you to come away and be like that was worthwhile because otherwise, you know, I mean it's it's a different medium. It's harder to scare people in a comic, I think, than it is in a in a tele in a movie or or in a TV show. Yeah, am I wrong in thinking that, or do would do you offer? No, it's I just the uh, the second story. I don't even think would be scary in like visual in like TV form. That's true. Because that, that was just like had that little bit of silliness. Right. But but I feel like that's like it is when you're talking about like, say, for instance, like Tales from the Crypt has those t- kind of stories. And Creepshow itself has that like the story that uh, the movie, um, there's a story where it's the uh, it's the color out of space redone for Creepshow. And, and it's. The, the thing that lands and, and Stephen King actually stars in it and he touches it and he's just like, what's this? And he touches it and then he starts growing <laughs> plants like out of his body and then he just freaks out and just starts. But he's like, it's like slapsticky like when he does yeah. it. That's part of that's part of the horror uh, genre thing. Like there's there's a humor to it that you're laughing at these horrible things happen to somebody. Like that's what evil, like Sam Raimi made a, a career on that. Yeah the, yeah, the first story was very Tales from the Crypt. The second story is more Tales from the Hood. But see, that Tales from the Hood isn't even that far apart from, like... I thought it was funnier. No, it, yeah, no, it's definitely, like, they have more of the silly f- concentration to it, but it's still, like, it's, to me, Tales from the Crypt is a solid, like, it's up there with Creepshow and Tales from the Crypt for me. Like it still does what it does. Like the the you're watching somebody suffer and they're suffering for their actions, for the most you know in in some of the stories, of course. But it it does what Creepshow does and Tales from the Crypt does for me. Like it's not I can't differentiate with between these three like that. Like I like them all. <laughs> they all do what they do. You know. Yeah. So overall, it's good. Okay. I have a lot of opinions on this shit. <laughs> you want you want to share some more, Mo? I think that's it. I'm done. I'll let you guys. Okay. No. Look, what what I can't tell is that if you if you really want to get your hands on the number one first printing unread, you can go to eBay and it, it's on there. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. My copy. Because <laughs> that shit's out of print, and uh, who knows? I mean. Just because it's out of print doesn't mean that everybody will want it, but just in case, I, I made sure to list mine. I got an offer for one fifty, but I'm holding out. Wow, already one <laughs> fifty. Yeah. Well, I got the one fifty like right, like because the news broke, like right when I listed it. So I got the one fifty like as soon as I posted it. I know, but, but that's that's just so quick to get the yeah for I mean for it to be that high. Yeah, yeah, but I. We'll see. I mean, sometimes they're not even serious, you know? They just want to throw off. Right. Okay. So, what would you all rate 
creep show number or issue one for me it's a five out of five no no question i i feel it's better than the show wow yeah it's high praise yeah okay what about you oz i'm probably gonna go five out of five also especially because there is as far as i know right now there is no show like that on the air so this is like the only way to get this now new right and i think it'll i think it'll steer more people towards that old tales from the crypt show which was good which you can't i don't think they even have that on hbo max well when you say you, you the old creep show show or the old no, tales, the from, old the crypt tales from the crypt because that oh. like went on forever practically <laughs> but yeah okay. even the even the movie Oh, I don't remember the movie as much as I remember the episodes of the TV show. You never Got saw you. Demon Light? The movies, I don't remember as much. But the oh. TV show is something that was in, like in syndication for a while, so I was like yeah. always watching that. That's so that's true. why it sticks yeah. It sticks in my head a little bit better. Yeah. I don't think you can watch the show on any streaming thing yet, but the cartoon you can watch on Prime. You could watch the cartoon on Prime? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I would give it, I think, a four. Um, it's a great book. Uh, I think more than anything, it's just because I think I like the first one more than the second. But there are aspects of the second I really did enjoy. Uh, you know, I think ultimately just, just it just boils down to like at the end of the day, like horror isn't like my main thing. And, you know, I can appreciate good stories, but, you know, at the same time, it's just like it's not necessarily my particular jam. So it's just personal taste, but I'm gonna give it a four. It's really good. If you love horror, you're going to like it more than I did. I know. So mess with it. Yeah. All right. Let's do some final thoughts and get out of here. There it is. Oz, give me some final thoughts. Uh, when when Mo mentioned the uh, comics code, talking about something else, it made me. It reminded me of a page that I just read today. Oh. It just made me laugh really hard because it, you should have brought it up. We could have done the whole half hour. It's the first time I've seen censorship like this, where they use the comic code instead of you know. <laughs> Is that Daredevil? No. No. No, this is a Nightwing book. Yeah. Oh, who's that guy? That's a random villain five. They, they name him. I just I'm just forget right now because I've had a lot of alcohol. It's a father. Okay. Like, he's not gonna do much. Like he's All right, cool. Blockbuster's goon. Got it. Most Magnum. Final thoughts. I, I mean, it's Halloween season, so we got more horror, horror comic stuff coming out. Uh, so just subscribe, like, hit the bell. Um, I might have another shopper's guide for you next week, but I might not. I don't know. I get tired of editing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. I hear there's a January 6th hearing tomorrow. and I mean, if they can't figure it out two years later, just let that shit die. 
<laughs> they can't do shit. Like even one of the dudes that was right there first, like they gave him thirty-seven warrants and they can't find this motherfucker now. After they cut a deal with him, you know, so it's clearly there. It's just stupid bureaucracy. If they were constitutional conservatives, they would have hanged them in the town square and tarred and feathered. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just me as a constitutional conservative. There it is. For Electric- the entire Fantastic Four. Electrocutioner, Wait. by the way. <laughs> oh, that's ele- okay. Got it. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, talk to us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. Until then, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>